0: Hey, it's Harold Hovelton. Welcome to D4. You're listening to yours truly. Now to uh,
1: get these pants on. And we are here. Welcome to D4 where I, Dustin. And I, Devin, co-DM a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. So last time on delightful departure and dreadful descriptions. The BFGs awoke early before sunrise to prepare and join up with the caravan for their voyage outside of Waterdeep before leaving Harold is rudely awakened by an undead frog, and Pixel tricks them all into letting her win the roguish game she's been playing with Voss and Vinley. On the way to the caravan court, they pick up a newspaper that shows them the negative effects the attacks on the harbor will have on the economy, as well as a few other articles they seem to be involved in, one including a monkey. When they meet up with the caravan in the Southern Ward, They are
2: introduced to the others joining them along the way. Some are friendly, others are anxiously neurotic. One won't shut up about Aurora's realm shop and its catalog of contents. One specifically seems to have it out for Seisha. When confronted, the woman with the Athcatlin lip tattoo snaps back with a story of being oppressed by the order of knights that carried that specific shield and how she had to fight her way out to earn her freedom.
1: The day bu- <clears throat> went by uneventfully, with patrols being made by Seisha or Kira, who eventually spot one of the rest stops with a small grove of apple trees. As the night takes hold, the help set up, uh, they help set up camp and go hunting with a member of the Emerald Enclave. Over, <clears throat> over the halfling stew and apple fritters, they all take turns telling ghost stories while Vinley increases the tension by taking on the forms of all the creatures described within the dreadful tales. Before everyone makes their way to bed, they have Orkira ask more questions to the Phoenix about who is alive and if they will be heading in the direction of Harold's vision of an inn that holds more fear over his heart than the ghosts in the stories he just told. Seisha then helps Vinley understand the nature of her home island as she asked the
2: stone, how the woman known as Nessaqua became a Bale Suddenly, Binley's alarm spell go off one after another, constantly triggered by the small grassland creatures passing by the area, causing her to dismiss the magic. Over the night, while the other BFGs sleep within the protections of the arcane tiny hut, they take turns keeping watch in groups of three with the bully blade mercenaries of the caravan. The first watch was four until V passed out until a, after a long day of waking up way too early. The night is uneventful as a few of them talk to each other about the reservations,
1: their futures, and the ghosts of their past. After a long night beneath the beautiful moonless starry sky Sesha and Orkira watch the sunrise from atop the Toymaker's Vardo wagon. Everyone packs up the camp while enjoying a quick breakfast V panics, waking up, claiming she was keeping watch the whole time. But we start our story on the road again, heading for Daggerford. On the road again. Before we do, is anybody changing uh, carriages? And would somebody please roll a d20? Uh, Oh, you
3: want to roll it? Go ahead. Okay, you got it.
1: I would not like to.
4: I don't uh, have as
3: good luck with three. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Wow. Maybe okay. these are golf cutoffs. Maybe this
5: group is...
6: rolling. I, we don't know yet. Three could be good. Could Wait, be no, that was
4: just right. roll off. We didn't
1: roll off. So that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: it's
1: too late for the roll. Um, but uh, it sounds like everybody's staying in their respective carriages for the day. Mm.
7: And... I can't think of a reason to change.
4: Okay. okay. I specifically want to make eye contact with Fro. Okay. <laughs> <The> entire <laughs>
8: time. She has a legit reason for not liking.
4: I was under mental magic control for over 90 years, and
8: yeah, but
4: I don't hate you.
8: One person's suffering does not negate what another
4: person <clears throat> went through. That's fair. i I still don't like her.
2: <laughs> and so with the summer sun beating down, a few of you find comfort in the shade provided by the first two wagons, but the last card is unprotected and open to the rays of the
1: heat. It is that- warm with-
6: I would right? say that would prompt Orkira to ask if anyone in the third wagon wanted to change because she she will <laughs> sun herself if possible, um, but, it, but it will involve, like, we're all packing up and she, what is it, it's Harold and V in the, in the last Harold part? and V, correct. yeah, yeah. yeah. So she'll come off to the two of them and, and just quietly be like, uh, if anyone wants some shade, you're, you're welcome to be in my cart, but be warned, they're going to talk to you about toys the whole time, which is kind of, I've been enjoying it, but hey, I, I'm just giving you a heads up. Harold the- turns
0: with an enormously wide brimmed hat and he's like, No, I'm good.
6: You made that really quickly. I'm kind of impressed. I didn't make it. Oh, who made it? There's you a little
0: acorn
1: it. hanging off it. Yes, yeah, it, is. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it just kind of decides. I just, I'm just along for the ride.
1: It looks like the widest brimmed, uh, like stereotypical wizard hat you've ever seen. It comes back and hanging off the tip oh. is an acorn.
2: Yeah, but the brim I- is like,
1: yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I was totally picturing straw hat, though, and I was like, wow. Me too. OK. <laughs> I like the wizard
0: hat even better. So I, yeah. I, I Apparently, I've gone to wizard school at some point.
4: So Vard is perched on the uh We hat. will
3: trade with you, so there's space for you, because we're both large and take up space. <laughs> I mean, you're
6: impressively large. I'm just awkward. But yeah,
3: I mean, if you want to get out I'm... of the sun. Yeah. I'm
6: good. Okay. All right, so I will I will switch with V and go
3: be back in the last cart. Okay, so I'm in the toy cart. Let's 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 <laughs> see um, how we so do.
2: V, as you go to leave, uh, fin, uh just kind of goes, kind of speaks up. Uh, when you get a moment later, um, feel free to get out of the shade. But uh, perhaps when we stop for a bit, um, I'd like to, to talk to you. To me? Yes.
0: About what? <laughs> I, I think i think he'd probably prefer to
2: talk in private
3: Uh <laughs> oh, right okay my
2: bad <laughs> it's all right uh, just whenever you get tired of being the shade feel
8: insight check <laughs> yeah i'd like to insight that too
6: sure can i just go with my passive and get a, sure, sure. a feel i don't think Orkira is suspicious about anything if that helps she's not actively yeah. like peering Oh, Her- Harold's
0: over there checking his own fucking waiters. <laughs> this guy's a little paranoid at this point.
8: Uh,
1: 23. Okay. 25. Okay. Um, <clears throat> he's not the Harlequin. <laughs> well, I, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think he was the Harlequin. It's more, um, <laughs> um, um,
2: has, you can't quite pick up, there's nothing nefarious in his tone. Um, genuine like, Excitement to talk to. I'm um, curious if he's flirty. Curiosity, a lot of curiosity and a formality.
8: Yep. Okay, so he's not flirty.
2: No, not at all. Okay. 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 Cool. Uh, definitely, definitely a bit of social awkwardness that you can pick up. Like, he definitely doesn't spend a lot of time around people, and spends most of his time in the woods. <laughs> Elves. <laughs> no, I don't actually say that.
1: I'm just get <laughs> <laughs> on, <Cliff>. Yeah. <laughs> um but um you all so we're trading orkira is riding with harold and v you are riding with i believe boss yes oh yeah i just made that whole cart way orkira
6: accidentally made that whole cart incredibly more awkward and she has no idea she she just thought she was being nice harold just <laughs> grins <laughs> I'm glad that I was able to help. You know, let her be we out of the didn't sun. Fully totally and...
3: realize she just was like, "Toy maker doesn't sound so bad."
0: Uh, her- yeah. Harold will just go back to hanging out and play music and stuff. The right? entire
4: so... cart ride today, uh, Vinley's searching the cart that she's in for Savard, not knowing that Savard has elected to sit
1: on the wizard hat. <laughs> 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 yeah. Eventually, you you panic, and then you go in looking and yeah. you are outside and there's a very jaunty tune from accordion
5: and
4: fall over and down yeah. onto whose ever face i'm on
5: ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: harold make a uh deck save oh, god.
0: <laughs> 20
5: uh dirty 20. okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you, you it,
1: fall back <laughs> but you don't roll off the card yeah. okay <laughs> all right we're good <laughs> We're good. Oh, yeah.
6: Smart. Flutters <laughs> away. Apparently, Vimley's not, uh, not a fan of that tune. You might want to change songs.
1: I, I, this is this is one of my favorites. I'm not changing it. As you change to the next travel song,
2: uh, it's it's warm. Uh, there's not a lot of wind throughout the day. As uh, you quickly turn to your water skins, soon realizing that there's not an immediate source to replenish it nearby. Uh, you look out to only see a sea of green pastures and rolling hills with wildflowers, small bushes, and spare trees. There's no river, no lakes, and definitely no taverns with an endless supply of clean, fresh water to quench your thirst. Uh, we are going to move to the first cart
1: with <laughs> V and Vos. And As you're sitting there, kind of in silence, once again, the cacophonous yet soothing clanging sounds of wood echo out from the Bardo wagon from the plethora of strung-up toys hanging from the ceiling. With Doran, the half-work, still on the reins, you listen to Bilver and Groffel talk about plans for their futures as they will away at some wood. Bilver looks to be quickly carving away with some unique pillar pieces for a game that involves aligning four elements built within those pieces on a game board before your opponent can complete theirs. Meanwhile, Grofo looks to be honing his precision skills as he continues carving a solid cube inside of a sphere inside of a hollowed cube, all from a single piece of wood, which he is calling the Modronic Equation.
2: Your hands are skilled enough to be high-skilled hands within the guilds of the Splendors, perhaps the Fine Carver's Guild, or Carpenters,
1: Coopers, or maybe even Wagon Makers with me. I actually looked into it, but there's already so many carvers, I thought I'd take my skill to where they would be more benefiting to those that need my toys. People need many things. Why do you focus on toys? Well, I come from a small gnome hamlet town called Gravelwood, Northeast of here in the Silver Marshes. A town full of inventors and makers and a home of uh, that folk hero, uh, Bill Rick. Yeah, uh, eighth cousin of mine, actually. Anyways, I never got to uh, settle down. Almost did, but things didn't work out. Always wanted kids, so I turned to toy making and get my share. I get to share a small amount of joy with every child that has one of my creations. It's like the world stops and time slows. A child sees their perfect toy, and I feel it's, it's not toys that I make, but instead I create those small moments of pure joy that no one can take away. I stand corrected.
2: Your hands are made for toys, and you may find an endless account of those moments in Daggerford. For me, I shall return to the splendors. or whatever caravan will be making their way but that way. Pick up, some pretty good, <laughs> maybe pick up some pretty good jokes on the road riding with new people, but honestly, the best jokes come from the mountains, because they are hill areas. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, 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 do you have any children? Eh, not yet, but I'm still young. What about you? As they look towards... Uh, as, uh, as he, as Garofo looks at, at you, uh, boss and boss me. And me.
3: Oh, um, no, no, I, uh, definitely don't, we know some children, so we have that.
1: I mean, everybody grows up from being a child, so it, that makes sense. You
5: convers- well, I mean, I mean, like, everywhere.
3: no, I mean, like, we know, like, people who are currently children right now, um, we know roughly, like, two or three of them, so, boss knows them a little better than I do, right, boss? The kids that we know. You know them a little better than I do.
7: Which which children?
3: Like like Pixel and... Yeah.
7: Oh. Uh, yes. Um, one of the employees at our establishment has two very precocious children who are nice.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they don't smell bad, which is plus for kids. What? I remember when I was a kid, other kids smelled really bad. I had a hard time with
7: it. Approach the toy maker. Okay, And I would like to look at what his wares are.
1: Um, as you look over, uh, a lot of the things that are hanging right now are string-based. Uh, some of them are marionettes in nature. Um, and you look over a couple other things, and they seem to have uh, winding mechanisms. There's um, small music boxes. There's other things that are, like a round sphere that is carved into multiple sections that you can move around, kind of like a Rubik's Cube.
2: Yeah, and even the wind-up toys, everything is carved from wood. There is no metal in it whatsoever. It is all finely hand-tooled with wood, all the gears and mechanisms and everything.
1: Yeah, as you're looking over it, you're not very well-versed in wood, but he tells you that's the... uh, what would be what is replacing the metal is like ironwood and things that are strong enough that mimic metal that he has shaved down so thin that he creates the winding mechanism
7: what do you have amongst this is that's durable then that could be shared amongst a group of children
1: and he brings out a plethora of items that you can choose from ranging uh in simplicity for young kids and uh, some for older kids Uh, with less moving parts and things like that, less likely to be broken.
7: I choose stuff that would be more appropriate for young children, say, below the age of six. Okay. Um,
2: Uh, There's a small uh, duck that is carved from a yellow wood um, that the grain itself looks like the feathers of the duck, and there is a Mm -hmm. small wooden key that inserts in the back and as it winds, uh, the wings actually flap, and the feet go up and down, and he marches along.
1: Um, And he uh, tells you that, he gives you a couple of things that are also more like games, where multiple children can play at once. Uh, They're very simplistic in their design. Um, Nowhere near like Dragon Chess or anything like that, but um, very simple games where multiple children can play. And so one toy goes along.
7: I point to, uh, we'll say four things. No, five. Five things. Um, how much?
2: Um, for all five, um, mm-hmm. you're looking at five silver.
7: I. Give him five silver. And I say, preserve that until we reach Daggerford, and if you could, box and wrap it appropriately.
1: Is Do I need to address it to anyone?
7: No. Just keep it together.
3: do you find have- that There's
7: an orphanage in Daggerford.
3: Really? that's actually
1: why i'm going to daggerford i'm here to sell i've just made my first sale for the children of daggerford how about that not even
5: there
7: voss looks him dead in the eye all amusement washed from his face and holds it for a few seconds and i would like to incite this guy
3: oh my god somehow that was a red flag
8: this this went from being like super sweet and touching to oh god someone's about to die natural
7: yeah. one.
3: <laughs> oh no oh jeez yeah. oh, no. he's
4: gonna burn it he's gonna he, burn the orphanage down. he
3: feels a, sh- a shift of energy in the room and has no idea what's happening
1: um boss you can't tell what his intentions are but your paranoia just gets a little bit deeper
7: I hand him the silver, but I make note of this.
3: Wait, so you're selling to the orphanages, or you're donating?
1: Well, whoever runs the orphanage will most likely commission me to make the toys, but if a kid comes up, I'll obviously I'll just give them. Oh, okay. I plan on opening a toy store, honestly.
3: It's cool that they're all solidly made of wood.
1: It's a very cheap and uh resource. There's trees everywhere, typically. And as he looks, he like sticks his head out the Vardo wagon, typically. <laughs> as he looks over the grassland with maybe a tree or
2: two scattered about, where it's mostly just open plains and hills and farmland.
5: Yeah. It's the
7: first time you've gone to that orphanage.
1: Yes. I recently heard about it, and I thought, "What a better place to open a toy store is."
7: From whom did you hear it?
1: Say again. From whom
7: did you hear it?
1: Can't quite remember. I'm sorry. Do you know this Mm. orphanage?
7: Know of it, like you.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to ask if you knew who ran it, who I needed to talk to, uh, you know, where to set up.
7: No, 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 no. Just go with your instincts. But there is a chill that Voss has in his voice now.
3: Uh... V very much notices this because at this point she kind of knows Voss and is just like trying to figure out where the hell in this situation the threat is. <laughs> 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 She's just like, uh, y- yeah, you know, it's Wood, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, Wood is like, you know, pretty safe for kids and stuff. You know, I remember one time when I was real small, I, I broke open a toy that had metal gears, and I swallowed one, and um, it was not very fun getting that back out. And I'm imagining maybe that would have been a better experience if it was made of wood. I don't, I don't know.
1: You see, Bill just looking on in horror, <laughs> like, so, "Oh no, I gotta make my toys more safe." And on that note, we're going to move over to the second cart. I think that's the perfect place to leave that conversation. I
6: have, I have made it's... the most beautiful mistake ever of all time. <laughs>
1: so it turned into the, it's
0: always sunny on the Oregon trail up there. I don't know what's happening.
1: A gang, buy some toys. Oh, man.
2: Uh, so, um, the... Uh, Vinley, uh, as you and friend. Yes, my sit, very close friend. Uh, in the back, uh, you sit tightly and compact on the overstocked wagon, filled with wares from Aurora's realms. Almost no sound comes from fro, the, the scarred mercenary woman as she holds the reins. You can almost feel her eyes still raking coals over any anytime she is near, mainly focused on the shield strapped to her back. Demay, the halfling woman, who you know to be the traveling cook for hire, isn't prepping food or planning the day's end meal. Instead, you see her knitting small clothes that look to be for children. She seems focused on her work as you notice nine different sized articles of clothing. However, it is hard to keep your mind on that as Fabian, the Aurora salesman, is battering you with
1: multiple skin lotions and elixirs to help fight off the sweltering beast. So, you were saying yesterday how you wanted some of these things, so I found some stuff this morning. The cream is called Artificer's Artificer's Fish Cream for All Skin, or Artificial Skin for short. Derived from the scales of a merid, proven to help rejuvenate and hydrate your skin when it is dried out from the harsh summer heat. And helps protect from any further damage. And this is a uh, Countering Dry Mud Mask Cream, made with exactly three grains of dryness dust to absorb the excess moisture left behind from the artificial skin.
5: Hmm.
2: And it's almost as if not waiting for your permission like a perfume salesman at the mall spraying you as you walk by. <laughs> he takes your hand and rubs each ointment to a very or, um, on top of a in a gold <laughs> coin sized area. The first lotion in the beginning feels soothing, but soon changes to a very oily, greasy feeling, which he then covers with the area with a smear of the red mud. In an instant, you feel the entire area dry up as the mud layer dries and cracks like a desert lake bed. He then takes out a small round metal dish filled with an amber honey
1: wax-like substance
2: and offers it for you to try.
1: Oh, and this is Helena's Hell Wasp Lip Balm. Uh, it has a numbing agent in there that helps suit any pain or discomfort you may feel from chapped lips for a short period of time. Uh, she kind of
4: shakes her hand and all the ointment just kind of flies off of her as she casts prestidigitation and friend who is like like crunched into uh between two boxes is like dangerously close to Fabian when he grabbed me friend is like not standing but has moved directly behind him of like or next to him and is just like hovering over this man and uh Vinley, who's been working on her germophobia, is choking it back and takes the the what was this called again? Uh, Helen is hell Lost lip balm.
1: Lip balm. Okay, uh, what do I do with just it? Did they like, rub your finger on it and then smear it on your lips?
2: Very slowly, like, and then. Hey. Just, so as you dip your finger in the bomb, it feels like the gentle firmness of beeswax. With a small touch of, of it on your fingers, you smear it across your lips and feel a silky smooth richness gloss over your lips. And almost just as quickly, the comforting, numbing agent becomes too much and you feel yourself start to drool <laughs> from your lips onto your hand. I... Uh,
4: In Halfling, I go, I've made a huge mistake.
2: (laughs) As your entire mouth is now numb. (laughs) As a little bit gets on your tongue, the tip of your tongue begins to Uh, numb.
4: uh, Thank you so much. Um, Flavian, uh, I believe your lip balm is very effective. Um, How do I stop with this?
1: I think you put too much on. I'm sorry you need clothes. The and it'll it wear off uh, eventually.
4: Eventually.
1: <laughs> Four hours? Four
4: hours. Okay.
5: <laughs>
4: I'm going yeah, to be silent, as will you.
1: What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm sure I have a uh, a, a napkin or uh, some cloth here. I or
4: use precedentation to move it from my lips to directly against the side of his face.
5: it <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh.
4: As his oh, face I...
1: goes numb.
5: <laughs> oh,
1: he oh. <laughs> <laughs> spit on me. I apologize. You watch, you watch like half of his face just kind of like the cheek <laughs> kind of droop oh that's not good <laughs> and he starts like looking through the boxes that are nearby and...
4: oh do you have perhaps have an antidote
1: it's not an antidote i'm looking for something to wipe this off with and he kind of like, smears it and he just smears further across his face and... okay i'll be over here
4: okay sounds good
2: and uh the May <laughs> speaks up Who needs all that hogwash? No offense. If you're buying his snake oil, nothing more is needed than what the world already provides. No need for all this or anything else in your catalog. I think I saw a listing for a carrot chopper and onion peeler in the kitchenware section. I assure you, a knife does just fine. Onions peel easy enough themselves. Before you say anything, if you think my cooking needs anything, any of your fan-dangled bobs. You can fend for your own dinner tonight since mine won't be to your satisfaction.
4: I'll just bite my tongue then. She <laughs> was talking to yeah. totally talking to, to Fabian. <laughs> Billy literally to, was like even he like...
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So both, both of you just like <laughs> I see
4: I see I see that you're knitting. Um is how hard is it to knit? I've never attempted oh, could help. Yeah. Sure. Uh, absolutely. I'm just knitting these for my kids. Uh, yes, I I I counted uh, nine articles of clothing. I have nine kids.
2: That's very sweet. I um Yep, my husband's a stay-at-home dad. We live in Sucumber in the Western Heartlands. I have no idea where that is.
8: Sasha kind of rides up. At this conversation, she kind of caught it out of the corner of her ear. Are you going to have more kids? Like maybe three?
4: No, no, right away. Three more <laughs> would
8: set you just right.
2: You never know. Oh, yay! Uh, <laughs> and uh, but I can show you. You want to come over here? And, yes. And she'll sit down and she'll teach you, start teaching you how to how to knit. I'll attempt to uh, have friend help knit as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but she'll pull out a second set of needles and um, a small basket of yarn, and we'll sit there and show you how to. My mother to, used to do this, and uh, we'll show you uh, how to do it. Yeah, just basic. Yep, knit. just show you the basics, just to get the, the single strand. Yeah, uh, I don't know anything about
4: knitting. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try and make a topical knitting joke, but I can't. <laughs>
1: Knitting's the one that has the two sticks and crocheting's the one that has one. And uh, Light years ahead of me, Devin. <laughs>
6: <laughs> By the time we're done with this caravan, you're going to have so many scarves.
4: You're going to have all the scarves. Yep. I'm going to be so ready for the cold weather that we are currently not in. Exactly. <laughs> um, If Fabian starts to talk again, I'm going to slyly use prestidigitation to move the lip balm from the canister to his tongue
1: (laughs) he's he's already closed the stuff but if you're i mean yes if you're using mage hand uh make a i will slide a hand check absolutely 16 he does not see it you very common stats yeah
4: every (laughs) single time he tries to talk about anything related to his catalog he's getting
1: more numbing agents (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> every like you can't make your mage hand disappear so there every once in a while there's just this quick bit and it's like <laughs> what's that <laughs> what well, was
4: what i didn't Probably think keeps my tongue <laughs> how can you tell your tongue's numb isn't it
1: right when it gets just enough feeling when I can feel the blood in my mouth from me biting my tongue Sorry. I'm sorry, constantly.
4: I'm sorry F- Fabian, I can't understand what you're saying anymore. <laughs> Fine. Okay.
5: <laughs> so if me. you have any
1: questions about the catalog, let me know.
4: I certainly will. And don't worry, I'm a doctor. So if anything happens, I'll, I'll make sure that you're okay.
2: <laughs> and along your journey, You pass by at some point a small square wooden paddy wagon with arrows stuck all in it and along the side. The old cart looks to be covered in ornate carvings depicting the cycles of the sun and the moon in a circle with both ends depicting eclipses. A golden hollow ring at the top and a red circle at the bottom. However, what catches your attention most is the large turtle-like humanoid holding the reins of the horses, His neck is long with waving folds and wrinkles that stretch down the length of it. He has a large underbite that protrudes under his ornate gold and silver makeup that surrounds his eyes in a swirling saline pattern. pattern.
1: You can see he's wearing a simple robe vestments of a clerical monk with imagery that mirrors that which is um, on the outside of the roaming shrine both to Thander and Salunek. As you approach, you see him smile and wave with a wounded hand wrapped in a slink. Oh. He doesn't even seem to notice the two broken arrows sticking out the sides of his shell.
6: I would like to ride up to him.
4: I would like to roll I, an insight check.
6: I would like to be behind <laughs> Seisha. <laughs> Harold, pause that tune for a second. I'll be right back and I will follow. Wait, wait, what? Why are we
4: pausing?
1: Where'd, where'd she go?
4: <laughs> a 16 insight. Is
1: this a trap? I mean, it. Uh, as you're looking around, it's very open and barren, and um, there seems to be only one very calm cleric tortle. Uh It's highly unlikely it's a trap. Yeah. And we can it's...
2: take him. Yeah. And he's just. Is there's one of you and like n- or, yeah. squinting, through these little spectacles of his painted mouth, and he's just like um ex- painted, eyes. Me, or painted sir. eyes.
8: Sir, you, you seem to be wounded. Can can I help you?
2: He kind of looks down. Oh yeah. Okay. Ran into some goblins.
8: Oh my goodness. Well, here, let me let me try to help.
2: And... oh <laughs> oh it'll heal
8: are you sure i i would feel much better knowing you're traveling on in one piece
2: oh okay. okay
8: and i will um can i tell how hurt he is
1: you can make a medicine check. and tabulous.
2: Yeah, and I, as you look him over he just kind of A couple of days ago uh, about a day south of the river I was ambushed oh I'm sorry I'm so rude. (laughs) My name is Brother Bogle.
5: It's a pleasure
2: to meet you. I am a devout of Lathander and Salune.
8: It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Seeker Saisha Velasfard. I follow Ogma.
2: A pleasure.
6: And I'm Orkira, and I follow a phoenix, and I guess they're not nice goblins?
2: They were a squad, but thanks to their terrible aim, and the blessings from the morning lord and moon maiden, I'm alive. I'm
8: very glad you are here.
2: Um, I rolled a six, so I'm just going
8: to
6: use ten points of uh, okay. lay on hands. Okay. He looks mostly healed. Yep.
1: Okay.
6: How does the? He's got a horse.
1: He does have a horse. The horse. Two <laughs> yeah. horses. Horses Two horse. look okay. They've got some arrow, you can tell that they have been healed. Yeah,
2: you can oh. see some like oh. patching of fur where arrows once were, but you can see that most likely used his magics to heal the horses. not himself.
6: I can, I can respect that. Okay. Um, you said it was a day south of the river?
2: Yep.
8: We'll, we'll keep an eye out for them. We'll be traveling that way.
2: Okay, I'll be sure to pray for you.
8: Thank you. I'll pray for your safe journey as well.
4: What's going on? Why did we stop?
6: Oh, I'm assuming they haven't stopped. Yeah, I I
4: assumed y'all kept going.
6: Yeah. Uh,
1: The caravan would would have stopped once uh, you all, like, Stop to talk to him for a while. They're not going to leave you behind. Okay. They didn't immediately stop with you, but okay. they saw that you stopped and okay. are about thirty to fifty feet ahead.
4: I'm poking my head out of the
8: yeah. Travel safely, and I hope maybe our paths will cross again one day.
2: I hope so too.
8: If you find yourself in water deep. Um, we run an inn there called, well, a, a tavern called the Spirits of Troll Skull. If you find yourself in the city in, oh, I don't know, what, four ten day, <laughs> come on by, and we should be back by then.
2: I am sure I'll end up there if I keep going down this
1: road. Exactly. And, uh, <clears throat> the Tordle man takes his hands and clasp them over yours. Um, May
2: the celestial eyes watch
1: over you, Satia Valisparta Bogma. And you feel this divine glow just wash over you. And it almost feels like the sun is providing it. And you gain one free reroll within the next 24 hours. Ooh, whoa!
4: Excuse awesome! me, Bokal, What was that, sir?
6: <laughs> yeah, why can't I give that? Uh while they're having <laughs> this talk, Orkara will have grabbed one of the pulled one of the arrows out of the cart. And uh since Vinley's been asking what's going on, she'll fly on over to that cart and come over with the arrow and say, uh, we should be a little cautious. Looks like there's some bandits. They said south of the river, like a day from here? A day
1: south. Which they, is a day past Daggerford.
6: Yep. Uh, or here we'll say that anyway, because I don't yeah. think she realizes that. No, they? she Yeah. Have, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, there's, there's some bandits within like a day or two. We should be careful.
4: Sounds like fun.
6: Uh, depends on your definition of fun. Uh, all the goblins I've ever met were all really nice. I'm gonna go warn everybody else and I'll go up to the first cart. to Give the same warning to an incredibly awkward cart. Hi. Uh, the nice turtle brother Bokal said there was a um, some bandits about a day, two days uh, past the river. We just need to be a little worried about. And I'll show the arrow.
7: Um, large camp, small. What are we talking about here?
6: Well, uh, he was able to get away. It was just him. He he said it was just a bunch of goblins with really bad aim. But you know, it's good to be warned about.
7: Of course. Keep an eye out. Thank you. I'll
6: fly back. Um,
7: go, go go ahead.
8: Uh, I was just gonna say, um, thank you, brother Bokal, And may Agma light your way.
2: He just gives you this just squinty eyed, just overbitten grin. And just whoosh. The horses move about as uh, as fast as he walks. Right. It's, it's just a...
4: I head back to the caravan. has been making this journey? He got attacked a year ago.
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: All of those goblins all had kids and died of old age.
6: <laughs> and they've settled down and they've got their own little like. They're no longer camp. bandits.
1: No, yeah, them are now monkeys. monkeys. Brother Bokal became a, a folklore legend. <laughs> yeah.
4: We're <laughs> getting them back on the right path. Yep. They're Remember. now recognized by the Lord's Alliance even.
6: <laughs> Grandfather told me the story about meeting Brother Bokal and then that's when he created this entire town.
7: <laughs> You've really created this uh, amazing legend for these goblins we're just gonna slaughter probably.
8: Well, <laughs> we're not even gonna see them. They're further south than we're going.
6: They're a day south of the river and Daggerford's at the river.
5: Mm. I, a- I
6: arrived back in the cart with Harold. I'm like, okay, so potentially bandits. Where were you in the song? And I'll throw the arrow over, over the side.
0: I keep playing the song. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh,
6: bandits, all right. And I'll give the description, but I would imagine, um, Who do we got? Uh, Cellarfin probably will be the one who will say, oh yeah, that's that's past Daggerford. All
1: right. And then throughout the ride, uh, Harold and Orkira, you've come to almost not even notice the soft clattering of metal echoing out from the crates and boxes around you and under you. Destrian, the armor and weaponsmith who has a touch of dwarven blood, spends most of his time talking to his lover. He and Geta, the dwarven woman, bullyblade, contemplate new weaponsmithing techniques and designs, as well as the fantastical daydreaming ramblings of making a Damascus hybrid of mithril and adamantine metals. Mm. Meanwhile, the emerald elf or emerald enclave elf, Cellerfin, passes the time by tossing large walnuts out into the air and attempts to strike them from uh, from mid-flight with a slingshot with another nut. And then um,
2: you, you see uh, Destrian actually kind of at one point glance over to you, Harold, as you're kind of like leaning, kicked back, feet up, playing the accordion, and his eyes kind of fall to your leg. I got to ask, what's with the armored one leg? Oh, well, uh, there's this
0: guy, and I was smarting off to him, and I called him Kevin when his name's definitely not Kevin. I may have called him Calamari Kevin because he was a giant sky squid the size of everything you could see. and uh, <laughs> Calamari, I get it. That's yeah, a good one. I thought so too, and then he made my leg come alive and tried to eat me.
1: Uh, uh, Harold made a conse.
0: Okay.
5: Oh no! Oh, you said it.
1: It's been a while
0: since calamari. Kevin's had a problem with me. Oh Five. no!
1: Oh.
5: I mean, oh as no. you're
1: speaking, all of a sudden you start choking violently as you swallowed a bug. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, you okay? Oh, no. I'll pat him on the a, back.
6: <laughs> it was a big one. Cough it up. Cough it up. Hopefully, he didn't have a stinger. Am you, Kevin, still coming after me after all this time. You had my leg. What else do you want?
4: Then he looks around <laughs> for where Savard went all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> he, sends his, he sends his assassins after me every once in a while, but I've I've managed to survive them all
2: so far. <laughs> his assassins are cicadas? Because that's what you just ate. That was a crunchy one. It's good protein for you, though, so it's good. It just slaps you on the back.
1: Uh, uh you see seller just kind of like eyeing you like what are you talking about but also just kind of stifling <laughs> laughter so yeah so, that's
2: uh the story of
0: how my leg so now you up.
1: you put you put plate armor on it to protect it now
0: no, uh there's and he's just gonna take it off
2: and you kind of see him go well that's fascinating where did you get that i could use one of those for my and he yeah. kind of holds up his left stump yeah
0: out, and a uh, wrist I believe I got it at the Temple of Gond, right? That's where I got it. Temple of Gond. I'll
2: have oh. to look that up next time I'm uh, back in the city of Splendors.
0: It's fantastic, and uh, I, I know some guys there. So if you want me to put in good word for you, please I do. I, yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not burdened by only having one hand. It's you know, but uh, I, I definitely could use. Uh, I definitely at times, uh, especially when I'm smithing. Oh, I mean, if I could sure. have one, maybe they can make one that has a hammer attached to it, so I can use it as the hammer in hand.
6: Oh, yeah, I got a friend who's got one. He's got a, a, a sword inside of it. Just oh, has... that'd
2: be
1: fun. I bet I, can, I bet I can forge that. And Orkira, as they're talking about these machines and um, parts of God, the mention of the Temple of God, you can see Selorphin just kind of like, his mood sours a little bit. And not in hate, but just kind of like disgruntled.
6: I'm not going to say anything, but noticing that or Kara will very intentionally try to steer the conversation away from the temple. And as she's describing her friend freely with the mechanical arm that's got the sword in it, uh, since they've brought up blacksmithing, she'll, she'll try to steer the conversation more towards blacksmithing and back to what they were talking about just to get it away from Gond. But she'll make a mental note.
2: Um, and... As you do that, that's fine. And then at some point, uh, you make a rest stop just um, as you kind of just take break. Everyone will stretch their legs and whatnot. Um, and it's yep. during one of these breaks that uh, Cellarfin comes up to you, Bea.
1: Um As you're all like having lunch, you
4: know. I'm running out of lip balm to put on that
2: man's tongue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are we still? Run-
4: oh, sorry.
6: Go ahead and do your thing first. Sorry.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this Vegas. isn't
6: breaking
2: for camp. This is just taking a, a right. quick
6: just, just, lunch yeah, just lunch
2: break. Yeah,
6: lunch break.
3: Lunch break. Okay. Um, V just goes, Oh, yeah, you want, you want, you wanted to talk about something. I'm curious. Goliath in the big city.
5: Mm hmm.
2: I always thought that your kind preferred the nomadic lifestyle with a deep connection to nature. Yeah, that's what I'm the-
3: learning. Oh, sorry. I'm going to cut you off there
2: right you said that you haven't been in the wilds much so are you just moving from the city to a small town or do you have bigger plans beyond daggerfoot
3: that's a great question that i will answer um yeah so like i get that it's like a little non-conventional um so i grew up completely in water deep, born and raised. Um I'm sorry. Thank you. I think I am due some compensation for that. So I appreciate it. Um anyways uh there's like this like oh my gosh how do I explain this? Like I went on this trip to like a mountain it was cold and I was like this is nice. And I was like, maybe I should do that more. And so my, I, I, I asked my friends, and I was just like, hey, like my my grandma's also from like mountains. And I was like, we should look at those where m- they're from. My my family, or my ancestors, really, because I I don't really know much. And um, we're we're here to explore that. And also visit Daggerford. Daggerford was cool too. We're stopping, we're stopping around. We're like, you know what I mean? Like we're not picking a place to like settle. It's kind of like a, like just like visiting. We're just visiting. Taking in our surroundings.
2: All right. That's a lot to process. Um,
3: Yeah, me too. I'm in the same boat. So.
2: What are your feelings towards the natural world and beliefs in the balance and harmony and beliefs in the balance and harmony and everything?
3: Oh my god. No one's ever asked me that. Um, Well, I can't really say I've thought about it much, but I think outside is cool. I like it a lot. I hate swampies. Swamp areas are kind of garbo. So, not really into that. We went to one one time. I wasn't a big fan. Um, definitely don't want invest in a vacation home there. Don't listen to the brochures. Um, and I think mountains are cool. I feel like... Harmony there, personally. And, um... Oh, my God, I feel so on the spot. I don't even know how to do this. Um... I'm sorry can you repeat your question
2: you know i think i've l- learned every bit that i need to and i hope you have a wonderful trip and you find what you're looking for. cool thanks and, and he'll kind of turn just <laughs> turn around and if anybody's looking just go but that like what just happened <laughs> look on his face as he just like <laughs> meanders back towards his part.
4: Yeah, Vinley's like standing very far away from him, but watching him, and when he turns and looks at her, she's like kind of shocked, and then realizes what just happened, and is like... <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you actually, like, he, he uh, m- like mutters something in Elvish under his breath that's just like the, the, the meaning of like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? And <laughs> just continues to go. It was amazing.
4: I'm just in Elvis, very quietly away, very far away from him. Going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Did and... we
6: still need? You mentioned uh, that we're running out of water. Is that like an actual thing? You're or? not,
1: because you've traveled a lot, and you understand how to function. I would say even boss, because. Uh, clean water on a on a ship, you have to ration very them. But a lot of the others are very I'm used up. to having water on hand.
2: Yeah. The the I mean there and there
1: is the other caravan people have water skins and they're drinking occasionally. But those that are not used to wandering out into the world and being berated by the heat of the sun drink their water a little bit too quickly.
6: Okay, because. If, if someone mentions it to Akira, she did actually still take create food and water today. So, so she, she'll be talking with Harold and be like, Why? I
8: already have any extra water.
6: I, I can have a lot of
4: extra water in a little bit. Yeah. It's almost water.
3: Yeah. Do you need some water? Time? Water sounds great.
4: Completely yeah. out of water.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. I am too. Okay.
4: I thought my water skin was a lot bigger. I am
0: totally not out of water that's a lie I was out of water like this
2: morning <laughs> I'm glad Sheldon really, never would
8: have figured they didn't really plan to be in the sun as much as I am so armor okay, so kind of creates
3: an oven
6: I mean I thought it was great but yeah if you're not used to it um, is, does any of the caravan do they also have like uh, water barrels or for, oh, yeah. for traveling Okay, e-
2: each, each cart has its own water barrel
6: OK, then I will use great food and water on the water barrel to refill it okay. or, you know, or top things off. So, um, or Kira comes up to the water barrel and is like, all right, get close, get close. Carol, okay. do you still want the stuff that tastes like lobster? Are you OK with it just being oh. just meh? Oh, the- what?
0: They don't, not a lobster fan here.
6: Not no okay. lobster water, please. No,
4: no, no the water. needs to be an explanation oh, no. of this later.
6: I never tried lobster water. Maybe that was why I was going wrong. No, Maybe no, we, we
0: have a kind of a history with with lobster. I think you remember the message
6: I sent you for the sending. I do. I'm still a little confused. but okay, There was that's... a
3: lobster. We forgot about it. It died in a vase. It the smell lingers on my soul. It died in your soul? No, it lingers on my soul. Yeah,
7: it oh, died the in death? a vase.
6: Yeah, it died yeah, in Please
7: died. continue.
6: Okay. I will grab the water barrel and I will... I will cast create food and water. So the water barrel fills back up because it creates 30 gallons worth of water. And so all your water skins and everything automatically refill uh, because it it refills, basically it goes into any containers within range because I'm creating food and water. I also have to create 45 pounds of food. And so in a very large bread basket behind me, just (laughs) (laughs) a bread basket (laughs) full of what (laughs) looks like hard tack appears. And I've intentionally made the bland stuff. I've not made the stuff that tastes like lobster. So it is, the water is clean and doesn't go bad. The food is bland, but nourishing and spoils if it's uneaten in 24 hours, but it's 45 pounds. And so she, she grabs the side of the water bar- barrel, fills it up, all your water skins fill up. And then she just sits down on this giant bread bowl full of food and goes, okay, you're all filled.
8: Oh, well, can I steal some of that for snacks later? Yeah, it's not the best. It kind of needs to be
6: seasoned. I
3: can throw it to birds, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, birds might like it. Out of curiosity, where does this water, like, come from? The universe?
4: See, I actually wrote a dissertation about this one time, about how summoned things actually come from other places. So technically, all the water that just appeared and all the food that just appeared came from someone's place. Well, I
6: pray for it, so maybe the phoenix sent it. There's not a lot of water on the elemental plane of fire though. So. so
3: so the phoenix picked up picked it up and then put it somewhere else.
6: Essentially. Yeah. I guess that's accurate. And then and then put it in
1: a bread bowl.
0: So why don't so, we just take the water,
1: and put it somewhere else?
6: <laughs> I mean
1: that's that's kind of
6: what I did. Yeah. Well,
3: like are we sure that this water is like clean? Yeah.
5: Do you know it's clean?
8: yeah,
6: it's magically it clean good. water. Is
3: it filtered? Drink it.
6: Yeah, it no, that's, really why I it. that's why do it. It's very really fresh good. and crisp. I okay. can also do the thing where I clean water, but I uh, um,
4: cast Prestidigitation on V's water to make it taste like fresh spring artisanal uh, filtered water that's been filtered
1: 23 times exactly. Excellent. Through diamonds.
5: Through <laughs> 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 <For>
3: diamonds. <laughs>
1: um,
3: I like Fiji water.
1: Finley, you see seller <laughs> friend nod and knowing that he made the right choice. <laughs>
4: yep. He nods. Yep. <laughs>
1: <God>. <laughs> this
3: um, is free range water.
4: <laughs> since we're all gathered here, I do have something that I wish to bring up. Um, she looks around, make sure a certain person isn't around, mainly lip tattoo girl. Okay. Um, Sasha's. Not a huge celebrity with one person in particular around here, and I was wondering, she doesn't respond very well to threats. Perhaps one of you more- Have you Why been threatening
8: her? her? Was, Are you been threatening know, people was, while we're here? Yes, I do. I was to yes, try to talk to her tonight.
4: I would not. I would- I
8: think would... I need to.
4: Is, yeah, I would imagine
0: somebody other than somebody threatening her.
4: We well, I'm not a nice person, Harold.
0: That doesn't
3: change okay. So so be nicer. Why? I mean I would offer to talk to her, but I've been told I'm kind of intimidating, so maybe I'm not the best. I'll talk to her. Wait,
7: Unless hold on.
4: One other person should.
7: We're just traveling with this woman. She's presented no threat or obstacle to us. There's no reason for yeah. us to bother her.
8: It's true. We don't have to be BFFs. I just don't like not being liked.
6: Well, Seisha... Get used oh! to that. I just
4: don't like Seisha not being...
6: being I, I I agree that I don't like you not being liked, but also we know that it has nothing to do with you. It's They don't like
5: the shield, oh, shield. The old, yeah. and
6: what the shield represents. And yeah.
4: Which I think is odd.
8: Wait, they don't like Agma? No. No, no, this isn't a shield of Agma. This is oh. this is a shield that I got from the Xanathar layer. Right. Well simple. that
3: would it Well it, if the shield is representative of Xanathar, that would kind of make sense. It's not. It, it's what, what
8: is this another order like? that isn't good people.
3: Oh, well then that makes sense. They think you're part of yeah. some like evil guy order.
8: Yeah. Apparently they were trapped. For a while by this order and imprisoned.
3: Can we I
0: just want sounds them to know like their I'm feelings... not with them? Well, it just sounds like their feelings are perfectly logical. Yes, that's threatening... what I'm saying.
4: So why are we threaten them? I threatened her before I knew that.
8: Because it's friendly.
6: Friendly.
7: Whatever the case may be, I won't stop you from conversing with this woman. I just don't think it's necessary.
6: Also, um, maybe if we fix the shield so it doesn't look like the symbol of the person they don't like. I was going to do
0: that when we get of, back. It. You can we get the symbol of coffee?
6: I mean coffee is always good. Yeah.
3: Or
4: horse lips. Well,
3: no, I was going to hey, what's not. horse lips symbol look like? Did we decide that? A coffee cup.
4: I don't even want to begin to imagine with what a... that holy symbol would
6: No, nah, nah, it's a big big mug of coffee with the little wavy lines, you know, right. when you draw
3: things and you put the little wavy lines to indicate heat.
6: No, she uh, uh, takes it
3: upon herself to try to draw potential horse lips logos on in the dirt. I that just is, horse lips is, is different the from the coffee god.
0: god. <laughs> I just imagine it as like a horse looking blandly over at, at at the person who's looking at the picture, buzzing his
1: lips. Just uh Harold, you get this weird feeling in the back of your mind, of this familiar voice that says, "An apple." <laughs> I miss Monty.
3: Oh, me too, and uh, at this point V has uh, finished her little doodle and it's uh, you see a horse like oval head with like little triangle ears and like big google eyes
9: like oh, that's big adorable. google
3: eyes and that's that's it, this is my proposal
0: I, uh, I accept this proposal uh, the council of horse lips uh, accepts this and all and, and all judgments are final
5: so
6: that's what we're putting on Station shield? No. Yes. No. No. Wait, no,
1: no, I didn't okay, say totally
6: that.
3: not. That's what I propose.
1: <laughs> well, no.
0: the, the, the council of Horselips uh, is I'm going to, to this. deny this, this request with extreme vote. prejudice. This
3: is not uh, up for a vote. I have to walk around with this. That's right. Uh, that's I, want, that's I need right. to put flames on. on it make it like Bernie. I can put My flames on it. My horse is named it. Bernie. The shield is not up for option. Whose fault is that? I just made a go. So she adds flames around it (laughs) to make it cool. Again, wavy 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 lines
6: for heat, wavy lines for heat. I'm putting my foot down.
3: I'm putting my foot down. No. Wavy lines for heat actually kind of make it look like it's smelling bad. (laughs) I
4: I make eye contact and smile with Voss and share a look of like, we're doing this right now.
5: (laughs) Voss is just.
8: I was going to have a really stylized
3: BFG's put on it. She adds a stick figure body. No! To the horse head. No. Okay,
1: well... Uh, That's
3: a little... I think we're all aware aware
0: of the situation
1: now.
7: breathe the air and maybe something else is happening.
1: About this time, uh, Doran, the uh, vitiligo-skinned half-orc, walks up and goes, If you're done, just... Yelling your grievances out into the wilds. We're ready to go.
5: Okay,
8: Sick. I think we are for now.
7: Thank you, everything. Akira.
1: Is everything okay?
6: Yeah, you want you want some really bland food? <laughs>
3: we have forty five pounds of it. So.
6: Forty five <laughs> pounds of it. It's in a giant
3: bread basket. It came from someone's house. It <laughs> came okay, from the Phoenix house. I know whose house it came from.
1: Or Kara will they pick look, up the letter. We didn't steal 45 pounds. <laughs>
8: no, I bet I know. I bet there are there's a bunch of little bakers that spend their days making this stuff in Get the ocean to their bag. gods, the and point. then it gets
6: picked up by other gods and shipped out.
5: <laughs> it's a of I'm going
0: back to my wagon. Yep. I'm going back to my wagon. <laughs> or Kara's it's gonna time.
6: pick up the bread bowl filled with bland food and be like. Phoenix would never steal some other gods' food. No, 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 I'm
8: saying the bakers make it in devotion to their gods so that other gods can take it to give to their devoted.
6: Well, I have bad news for you. They're really bad bakers because it's fulfilling
4: (laughs) food, but have you tasted it?
8: Yeah, no, this is fine. This tastes just like the bread I used to make. Oh,
6: God. Anyway, or we should Kira probably just... get back to our wow. or Kira's entire countenance falls. <laughs> like, oh, what? V uh, wants I... to stop what? boss
3: before we get to the wagon, by the way. Okay. Uh and so she goes, uh, hey, why are you why does the toy maker freak you out?
7: Personal stuff.
3: Alright, alright. Strange. You know what? That's fine. I'm sure there's a lot of really weird toy makers in your past and maybe that's it.
7: The orphanage he's delivering the to the last time I was there was owned by the ring.
3: Oh shit.
7: I have no idea where he stands on that. He didn't have any visible marks on his hands, correct? No,
2: and he did not have gloves on.
7: Yeah, that's what I thought.
3: So, okay. Oh, my God. So you think he might know about
5: I don't that. know. Oh, my
3: God. Okay. Cool, thanks for letting me know.
7: Don't approach him until we reach Daggerford. Okay. Do you? Do I what? Are you going to do this? sometimes to... you say things, and then you don't do them.
3: What? Well, only if someone else does it with me.
7: Okay. But if you bring this up to someone else, and then you have someone else harassing this man.
3: I won't harass him, because we don't know for sure.
7: You're muted.
4: That was wild.
2: Yeah, you just it just like randomly cut Ew. off. Nope. she's Uh-oh.
3: frozen. Weird. Oh, okay. Anyways, right um. Okay, I'm back. We're back. Oh, it says my internet connection's unstable.
6: Oh. Yeah, everything uh, froze for just a second, but I think everybody's yeah, back. Yeah, you're back now.
3: Oh no. The toy okay.
6: maker screwing with your internet connection, trying ah! to cut the trail. No,
3: okay. Uh, just be like, okay, okay. I promise I won't say anything unless you know you found some sort of confirmation that this dude is evil and um that's just a lot of dedication to making toys if like this is really the thing but like i mean i don't know i
7: the rings sometimes hide their members well those that aren't actively involved in slaving
3: oh my god this makes me sound comfortable. okay okay cool cool oh my gosh okay i wonder how many people who i've met who are just nice and i've just oh my god i can't and she's like i gotta stop thinking about this i'm gonna like have a breakdown
7: <laughs> okay well this was a good talk
3: yeah sorry i just it's been a weird day for me um i got asked about like why i'm existing not outside normally and like how i feel about harmony in nature who, it was
7: weird who asked you this
3: um, that high elf? Uh, gosh, what was their name? Um, Finley? Like, Eucalyptus cel- Cellophane The cel- one
7: from the Emerald Enclave? Cellophane
3: Cellophane, cellophane. Yes, that one <laughs> he
4: looks his head out of his cart, what?
7: <laughs> and why did he ask you this?
3: Um, because it was unusual for a Goliath to be living in the city, which is fair it is unusual for Goliath to be from the city so if you want to know um, what that was about and I um, I got kind of nervous with the answer you know I don't really have a solid answer for that yet and it felt a little personal and I just don't know
7: It is something to think about if this mission is a success and we find a remnant of your clan the thought of you staying with them surely has occurred to you
3: Yeah but like I also can't imagine staying there like permanently, permanently. It's it's a lot to weigh. I just need to know first, I guess, if I can make an educated decision on what to do with the rest of my life. No pressure.
7: What do you expect to find? Or rather, what would you like to?
3: I think I'd like to... I guess best case scenario is that some people did survive, you know, and like, maybe I can like come visit them and stuff and, you know, learn about my people and all of that. But I don't, I mean, there's a possibility that I'll love it so much that I'll want to stay forever. But I also like, can't realistically see that right now. I just, it feels really important to find some sort of connection because as of right now when it comes to my family and my past i just feel i don't
7: know we were in the mountains of the book
3: it's very disconnected
7: yes when we were in the mountains in the book did you feel at home
3: i felt comfortable um i felt like a sort of like confidence and slight I guess you could call it kind of like a feeling of inner peace with like my environment that I don't normally have or get to experience. It was for the times we weren't being attacked and there wasn't an avalanche. um, It was, it was serene. It was a kind of calmness I have never experienced before.
7: your um, Your grandmother was a member, full member, correct? Before your father conquered them. Yes. What did she have to say about them?
3: the mountains
7: about your clan
3: oh that they were um that they were like these these fierce super cool warriors you know and and they they all worked together and and everyone had their part and and they just worked but while they were you know really intimidating and fierce they're also like you know Loving and, and kind to each other, and respectful, and and they they just they were a, f- a family, you know. Not yeah. like how my dad's clan was, or my dad in general.
7: <laughs> Is that what you want? I mean.
3: Yeah, isn't that kind of what everyone wants?
7: Not necessarily, but oh. I asked you. So one thing I've never really been able to figure out about you is what exactly it is that you want.
3: No one's ever really asked. I didn't really grow up being asked what I want. I just was either told what to do or just sort of like did things that I wanted to do in that moment. Like, I've never really liked taken the time to do long-term planning because it didn't make any sense to do that. Hmm. So I guess it's kind of a new concept for me, not making decisions in the moment. Uh like if you were to be like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, I don't know. I don't know where I see myself tomorrow. Well I guess Daggerford, but you know.
7: And then it visualize that. So in any case, it is something to think about and something to consider. Things become clearer whenever you have purpose.
3: Yeah. It's just so much pressure, but also, like, I know it needs to happen.
7: You move forward in the direction your will desires, you to. Even when I was a slave, I still lived my life this way with every ounce I could. We are moving in this direction because your will desired to move here. So, I believe if you simply listen to your instinct, hopefully, this will work out. keep in mind, don't hesitate. When it comes to making a firm decision outside of the heat of battle, you have a tendency to do that. Perhaps in those situations, go with your own first impulse. Your instincts have served you well thus far, they've kept you alive.
3: Yeah, true.
7: So when you meet, if you meet. Remnants of your clan, or other herds, I think was the word. Follow your impulse. That seems to be the way your people operate.
3: I just want to know more of what it really means to be a Goliath.
7: I can't help you there.
3: I know. No one can.
7: We'll work on that, but at the end of the day, this is your journey. You're going to dictate a lot of the pace that moves forward from here. The decisions we make involving the mountains, your family, your potential clan, you're going to be the driving force for all of it. So yes, I understand that's pressure, but that doesn't make it any less true. I know. And
3: uh, thanks again for coming up. Uh along with all of this. I know it's kind of a lot to just, you know, spring on a group of people, even if we are friends.
7: I don't like leaving the cities, obviously, and I honestly didn't want to come, but here I am, nonetheless. I don't blame you for that.
3: maybe there's something out here we can learn to help with stopping the corruption in the city. Maybe. You know, take a wider look perspective at it. You know, something um, I know my uh, grandma used to say, is if I was just so stuck in a problem and I couldn't solve it or anything, sometimes I'd have to like step away for a while to be able to like view it from a different angle. And uh, maybe being inside of the problem, which is the city, was like, you know, changing your perspective. Maybe you need a new perspective. I don't know.
7: She sounds very wise.
3: Yeah, (laughs) she was.
7: Hmm. Well, I hope whatever remains of her clan, if we find it, holds that wisdom in them as well
3: me too (sighs) me too i just hope i mean i they've i know they are they've got to be they gotta at least be better than my my dad's people so
7: and when the time comes if we confront your father i hope you don't hesitate then keep that in mind as well.
5: Okay.
7: I kind of awkwardly give her a small pat on the shoulder.
3: Thanks. She kind of laughs at that.
0: <laughs> she has to reach up. like
7: Yeah, okay. like I gotta reach oh, yeah. up probably like
4: the I shortest person in the party patting the tallest person in the party's back shoulder. <laughs>
7: I'm
3: six. Is Voss the shortest? I thought Harold was. The I, shortest. I, I think oh. it's either me or you. I always thought Voss was the
1: shortest. You're all. You're both the about. Sh- you're the both
2: about the same.
5: Yeah.
4: Oh, oh yeah, we're exactly five eleven, both of us. My bad. Five,
2: okay. Six foot five twelve.
3: So everybody's <laughs>
2: five. I, did, I, did, I did. My brain went. <laughs> I've heard that everyone's
3: five eleven. What?
2: Um, In any
7: but- case, I give her a <laughs> nod. And yeah.
2: Um, and we can say that you kind of sat on the back of the vardo as it traveled so that way you didn't hold up the so you were having a conversation mm-hmm. privately but, but while still moving um and uh <clears throat> if anybody um wants to make me perception checks i know or kira well, makes rounds
7: i dare not that's all
2: and i do Saisha and Saisha, i know we're the two that were con- uh, like on the lookout uh yeah. on bernie yeah. and making your circle so if y'all want to make a, a- i a- am
8: actually looking at my notebooks
6: and not paying attention to anything else going on around me because i just rolled a one
5: Aww, <laughs> okay. right. hold on a second harold
6: i'm gonna go make a round and i got a 23 okay
4: one of them has uh, advantage i believe it was our Kira.
6: I did the last time because of Savard. Yeah. So if you want to do that again.
4: Savard hasn't been with me this entire trip. He doesn't like me in the outdoors, apparently. <laughs> I love Come that on. you control him, but this yeah. is your, he, hey, he hey, doesn't he, like me in the outdoors, apparently. He can have his own opinion on me. Uh, when it comes to- All right, so I'll, business,
6: I'll work, roll work. With advantage. Ooh, and I rolled even better. That's a
1: 28. There we go. Just barely, just <laughs> barely. So um, as you're flying around, uh, you see Savard kind of like fluttering in a direction and s- stays a- like- I feel like
6: we were in the cart, and I tell Harold, I'm going to go do another round and Savard gets off of his hat and lands on my head. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks Finley. And then he has like, this poor butterfly is just clutching the side of my horn as I'm flying around.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, flying around. Um, and you see Savard kind of like float away from the area. Do you smell something acrid and foul coming from upwind, cutting across the plains? Similar to that, the scent of rotten fruit. And it's about five minutes later that you see, or at least you think you see, something hiding in the grass. Um, I will, I'll swoop on
6: down to the front cart where I know uh, V and Voss are. And I'm not gonna land or anything, but I'll, I'll give a gentle swoop by and be like, hey, there's something in the grass up ahead. Uh, and I'll give directions and say, just be on the lookout, something smells wrong. And I'm gonna fly off in that direction. I'm gonna stay pretty high, like mm-hmm. good 70, 80 feet and buzz the area.
1: And as you get that high, it's when you see, you notice buzzards circling and descending on some large, dead beast. It looks to be insect-like, with large mandibles, multiple legs, and a hard, dark, chitinous, cockroach-like carapace. Have I ever it seen? To be, oh. It seems to be like halfway dug into the ground.
6: And it's obviously dead, and that's what the buzzards are feeding on? Correct, yep. Yeah. I'm not gonna land but'll I'll circle a little bit and then come back do, do I know what this creature is you can make a nature change. I mean I can <laughs> we'll see what happens this I'm not as good at I see things I don't know what they are that's a nine
2: yeah you're not familiar with this um and as uh what do you do after you, you see it
6: uh how you said it's like half buried in the dirt but from what I can see how large is it is this very big Bigger than a horse.
1: About the size of a horse, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah, okay. probably a little bit bigger than a horse. Yeah.
6: And how far is it going to be from where the carts
1: are traveling? About uh, fifty to sixty feet inland from the road. Okay, so not directly. Okay, I'll come on back
6: and uh, this time I'll like land and walk next to the front cart and describe what I saw and smelled. Ah, uh, it's dead. But uh, it's a weird, I've never seen anything like this.
2: Uh, and you um, actually, S- Sellerfin has sat down next to Doran on the front cart, uh, as he saw you go up. And is just kind of out front looking as well. As you can see, he's kind of sniffing. Can smell can smell the acrid stench, stench as well. Uh, and I'll describe
6: and, it for them, whatever I okay. saw, and say it's going to be like 50 feet off that way as we're coming by it. A uh, Bunch of buzzards, uh, I didn't see any danger, but anything that size that's that large always makes me wary.
2: Uh, and Sullivan, kind of, you described when he looks up, on kegs, nasty little ambush, monstrosities. Mm. Like a trapdoor spider or bullet, they sense movement from underground. They strike viciously fast with mandibles strong enough to crack a young tree in half and a corrosive spit that will dissolve your flesh from your bones. They burrow through the ground like ants, leaving tight tunnel networks probably all throughout this area as he motions across the plains, which also create a great irrigation system for farmstead. But, thankfully, unlike ants, they don't live in colonies. About one to five live in an area at a time. We could be lucky that this is the only one, or we might be in danger for the next five or ten miles, depending on how far its territory we are. All
6: right, I'm gonna go warn everybody, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll keep circling just to be careful. And I'll I'll do that. I'll like down the line, warn everybody what I saw and what Cullifin said. And uh, unless someone asks, otherwise, I will continue to circle, kind of in front of the caravan, keeping an eye out for, I guess, tunnels or any kind of weird movement or anything that might indicate that there's a trap creature up
4: ahead uh i have a brief conversation with savard make sure he's having a good time on his vacation um and then when Orikira goes to start circling again i turn to demay and still numb tongue favian and and I'll say uh, I'm gonna be quiet for a little bit. I'm gonna meditate on some things, and my eyes roll back in my head, and I start looking through Savard.
1: And right as right before you go back, you see uh, Fabian looking, like unscrewing and looking. me <laughs> <laughs> eyes
4: fully back in the head.
7: <laughs> I will say to Akira before she heads off: Is there any indication of what killed it?
4: I didn't land
6: and get close and examine because uh it seemed like i should warn y'all beforehand but i can go take a look i can well i can ride up and look if
8: you want to keep an eye out for anything approaching why why don't we do both why don't the both of us go well one of us should watch and the other should go look that way we don't have a
6: distraction Mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right look i'll i'll lead over i'll lead you over there well you know where it
8: is do you want to go look and i'll keep a watch out Oh,
6: I think you could take a look, and I'll okay. just keep circling okay. over in a
4: direction. The butterfly circles around Orkira's head quickly, and then starts flying up and towards the thing. I'll follow Savard.
6: And I'll I'll lead with Savard over there, and then when Seisha is there to examine, I'll, I'll continue to fly above not quite so high, like 30, 40 feet, and I'm keeping an eye out, not just for the carts for that moment, but also just around Seisha and Bernie. Just be like, mm-hmm. keeping an eye out for her.
4: And I'm keeping an eye out on spe- specifically the well-being of Orkira and Seisha.
6: <laughs> Aw.
4: I don't care about bugs.
6: Oh, I care about Seisha getting yeah. snatched by a bug, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or or Bernie, although I don't know if Orkira knows what Bernie is. So oh, he's he's a big flaming blue horse. It's pretty I, obvious he is I, not a natural steed. <laughs> I know, but I don't know if she understands. Like, oh, okay. She's never been with a paladin who has summoned their steed. Oh. Briv finds his in the wild, um, yeah. and so I don't know if she understands if Bernie dies that it's not
1: like got it. Okay, the worst. Uh, so who's going up? I am. Okay, and Maybe. I'll be
6: ahead, overhead, watching out her, and watching that's for her. Hard.
1: Uh, go ahead and make an investigation
6: check. Okay. Oh thank 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 the universe that's you Seisha, because oh dear. Oh.
1: <laughs> is it
4: all 19?
2: Oh just Seisha. Okay. So as you you kind of look over it and you can see that it is just chunks of it missing from where uh, as you approach you watch as the vultures take flight. And flee, but you can definitely see the damage that they have done to this thing already. Um, looking over it, you can see what appears to be sword slashes, scorch marks, burn marks. Uh, there's a quite a few arrows and bolt crossbow bolts stuck in it.
1: Okay, um, obvious signs of, yeah, of some sort of travelers,
2: something down. There's okay. definitely uh, a a smattering of various types of of damage to the hide of this thing from what right. you can see throughout the you know um, carrion you know damage.
8: Okay. All right, I will ride back. I'll head back and uh, go up to the first cart, and I'm assuming Orkira kind of swoops down.
6: Yeah, I'll follow you on over, but I think I'm going to stay overhead at this point. Keeping okay. And if the car, if the caravan is still moving, I'm still going to watch out for more danger now that right. I have an idea of what to look for.
1: Right. And uh, it looks it's, like it's been a couple of days.
8: It yeah. looks like a couple of days ago, a group of people traveling the road must have come across it and killed it. Um, it. It had wounds from weaponry and spells. So we'll just keep an eye out.
1: And you see all of the uh, bully blade mercenaries kind of look at each other like, yeah, this is why you hire us. Mm-hmm.
8: And she'll go back to riding around
4: and pulls out her book again. Vinley, uh, up until this point has not considered the fact that she is deaf while looking through her familiar, so she'll be keeping great watch, eyes in the sky for the rest of this day.
6: (laughs) The advantages of warging, yes.
1: Not have to listen to Fabian. (laughs) 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 Hey, you want, hello? (laughs) And uh, yeah, you... You enjoy kind of like almost being in your own world for the longest time you've been in this state, as everything is so much larger than you. The breeze is much stronger, but it's calm, quiet, a little bit tied to nature. Is is Savard
6: actually riding on her care as she flies around, or is he off doing his Oh, own?
4: he, he uh, She when she took control of him, he's like up high in the sky now, just like very slowly through the sky and comes down to land on a cart when he's catching behind, or when he's falling behind. Mm -hmm. He just lands on a cart, stays there for a little bit, and then I'll even like occasionally bop around to other carts to see what they're talking about. (laughs) Make sure no one's getting in arguments. Mainly the first cart.
1: <laughs> um, beyond uh, talking about you know the different types of woods and um, and uh, Groffo going into how you can repair uh, a carriage, although it seems very technical and uses a lot of words that make no sense, um, in a way that it should be just yeah you put the thing in the thing and it works and yeah very boring conversation
4: she takes uh, a particular interest in uh bilver's uh, uh conversations about the toys because up until this moment she has completely ignored the existence of this man but hearing him talk about toys and how he gets so happy about it is mm-hmm. like making her slightly happy by a like uh, proxy so she's Spends a little time listening to him talk very loudly about wooden toys.
2: Okay. And yeah, he goes on and you can just feel the, the joy. Um, and as you all kind of head on a swivel, just looking out, possibly expecting one of these kegs to come bursting out of the ground at any point Another 12 hours, as as you have traveled for 12 hours. Evening begins to take hold over the day as you start to look for suitable camping grounds nearby. And much like every 10 miles or so, you eventually come upon a small little dugout circle nested next to two small grassy knolls. A small scattering of young pines and hardwoods can be seen that can easily be a source for firewood. As the caravan begins to break down, unpack, and set up for camp, Selifan, the high elven enclave scout, starts to go out to hunt down meat to add to dinner and gather firewood. What is everybody doing? I'm gonna join him again. Uh,
4: Binley is going to pre dinner flower hunt. Cause. <laughs> Doing it at nighttime was stressful. (laughs) And it led to a bunch of alarms. Granted, flowers and alarms, probably unrelated, but better not take that chance again.
0: I just want to keep an eye out and make sure everybody's not going to get dragged underground. I'm sure we're probably past that area now, but I don't want to take any chances.
3: He's really hungry and wants to help prepare food.
4: I give you a a hard tack, created food that i've been holding on to it tastes like beef jerky
6: okay bland beef
4: jerky Uh, no i make it taste better with magic (gasps)
6: oh okay now my stuff tastes bland
3: (laughs) hey vinley oh what can you make more of orkira's magic food taste better
4: yeah let me um just double check one thing real fast uh yeah I can do it for about an hour or so. It it should tithe you over till dinner. Okay. Do you wanna um, help me look for flowers?
3: Uh, Sure. Okay.
4: Cool. Let's, yeah.
3: Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay.
4: <laughs> and they'll go look for flowers. <laughs>
3: they go skipping. I don't know. Oh
2: good,
5: y'all go said... off.
2: Y'all go off skipping, looking for flowers. Uh, what are we gonna say, boss?
7: I said uh, the reset. The bear traps are along the area, and I would also like to. You can tell me what I'd have to roll for this. About twenty feet out from the northwest, south, and east portions of the quadrant. I could pound a thin post into the ground for two reasons. One, I want to see if I can catch a tunnel. It's like a and if it like goes, if this ground goes through too quickly. Um, and two, if anything goes through it and for some reason we can't see the earth opening for it to break.
1: Okay, so you're looking away. for weaknesses in the earth, basically. And like
7: if there's something tunneling, but for whatever reason, we're not seeing it coming. It smacks into the post, like not All stopping right. it, but just breaking it.
1: Okay, uh, go ahead and make a survival for the the, the bear traps. There's
7: gonna be a one. Yeah, six. Okay. My you
1: shit. uh,
2: you set them.
7: I tell everybody Best where they are. Best of your ability. Best of my ability. Yep.
2: You think they're pretty good? Then, I'm confident um, in these bear
7: traps.
1: <laughs> make an investigation check.
7: That's better. Seventeen.
1: Um, not in every corner, but in uh, the northeast area, it does sink in just a little bit easier than it did anywhere else.
7: I make mention of that to everyone um, as a potential point that they could come from, and beyond that, that's how I spend my time until evening comes.
5: All right.
2: Uh, and sure you go off with Stellarfin to. Yes. Okay. Uh, As y'all head off, uh, he uh, kind of looks to you. So, how acquainted with the wilds are you? You did well last night. Hunting and gathering are key to survival when in the wilds, and I'm not sure your Goliath friend.
8: She grew up in the city.
2: She needs help here. Help.
8: She's she's out here to learn about being out where her people are from. So she's, she's seeking that knowledge. It's all very new to her. I I grew up on a farm, so I've had a little experience with hunting rabbits and stuff like that, but certainly nothing near what some of the others in our group have done.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you all, and you take your time to uh, make survival checks.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's you make a survival
1: at advantage. Oh, sweet. Because you're aiding cellarpin. Yeah.
8: 15 and a 15. I'm meant to have a 15.
1: <laughs> a 15? Yep. Okay. Uh, you hunt down two feathered landfowl and enough firewood to have a basic fire through the night. As this area is way less wooded than uh, the last place, right? So,
6: if I see uh Harold alone ish, I'll come land because I think it's despite the fact that we found this location, and especially after Voss says there's a tunnel nearby, where Kara is kind of on alert and so has continued yeah. to keep an eye out and keeps doing flights, but she'll land when she sees him, uh, and say. Uh, yeah, I just uh, need a minute. Uh, I'll go take another look. Have you thought about more questions you want to ask the Phoenix about that inn that you're looking for?
0: Oh, well. No. Okay. I'm pretty sure my folks are going to be there. Your parents? Yeah. You remember the con artists that left me when I was a kid?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that so is this is a good thing or a bad thing then? It's a thing. Is this a thing you would rather avoid?
0: No, I mean, okay. yes, um, no, I shouldn't avoid
6: it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right. So
0: I don't, I don't think there's any questions really to ask other than, um, what stupid scam are they going to try on me before they realize who I am?
6: Well, do you think they're not going to recognize you at all? They were
0: high and drunk so often. I have no idea.
6: I mean, you don't have to hide it. If you want wanna... to talk, talk to them, you can just when when we find the place, you can just. Go and introduce yourself and say what you need to say. This doesn't if have to be we about them. If find the
0: place, and and who knows how it all play out at the time? I'm not. I'm trying not to. You know, I'm trying not to think about it. I got pulled into the ground by an alligator once, and that's all I'm thinking about is that these there's giant monsters out here that are like super alligators waiting to yank me under.
6: Okay, but you can't do anything about those until it happens. But you can at least think about what you want to say. your folks if you want to say that's why I asked asked if you wanted to avoid it because you know I could just not look for it but I feel like if you asked me to look for it you probably want to say something right
0: something yeah yeah we should probably look for it
6: I'm keeping an eye out but once again all all we've got is a that way which is why I figured you know clarifying questions could be good. Have you told anybody else that that's...
0: I told Voss.
6: Why don't you tell everybody else? We could get everybody looking. Maybe they know. Maybe they know where the inn is. Maybe they've heard about it.
0: No. No, because I've been with most of them their entire time in the city, and this is nowhere near anywhere they've been. Yeah. I'll try. I mean, I can let folks know. I just don't I don't know what to say to any of these questions that when people ask me about my parents and the situation, I don't know what to say. They've not been a part of my life for over a decade. It's just weird to imagine them out there living their lives with no curiosity about how I'm doing or what's going on. I mean, it's not weird. Honestly, it makes complete sense, but it's, you know,
6: I think as far as when people ask you, you say what you just said to me. And as far as if I've learned something, it's, I was really lucky to have parents who really loved me and I, not everyone had that, but you you find family in the people that love you, not in the people that brought you into this world sometimes. Right?
0: That is very true. Wise words.
6: Well, hard, hard-learned words. Also, you should probably tell everybody because if they find out in the moment and your parents are assholes, there could be death. There could be killing. You might not want that. Or you might want. I don't know.
0: No, I don't know. No. Okay. I don't want them to get hurt. They're, I didn't think so, but, you know. Carn it's carn artists. To- they're not, like, murderers
6: yeah but you're our family and when someone hurts our family we all tend to get m- murdery
0: i'll talk to vinley
6: yeah no you should talk to everybody You should definitely
0: no, i'm, to I'm going to talk to everybody but i mean like we're talking about murdery i should probably talk to vinley because i already hit fos i don't know
6: i think i think v and sesha and boss and, and me i think if anyone hurt you i mean you know people hurt you and I made things set on fire. So yeah, I, I yeah.
0: remember the, the, yeah. the entire floor and every, every everything really. I, I mean, they all deserved it. Yeah, that, those guys got exactly what was coming to them. I'm not trying to downplay that, but yeah, that that whole floor.
6: Yeah, anyway. yeah. No one insults your coat in front of me.
0: Now and now I know that, mm-hmm. and, and now we know to to dial it back, even if they're threatening to kill us.
6: Yeah, yeah. okay that's good to know so yeah you should probably just let people know yeah and then and then i can get help finding the place and then maybe they'll have better suggestions than me on what to say because i can help you find stuff but after that i'm not much help
0: that's a good point i should just be honest with them yeah why is it so easy to lie and then it's so much harder to say how things really are
6: well, because when you're lying, you get to make up whatever it is you want to say, and when you're telling the truth, you don't have a choice.
0: I'm so much better, freeform.
6: And you're also really good at lying. I mean, I, I I can never tell, and and I appreciate it when when you say that you're lying immediately because I'll just you know I'll just believe it. I know that's why I I never like to.
0: I don't. I try never to lie to anybody that doesn't deserve it. But, I that, but even that. I even I, gotta, cheese that sometimes. Yeah. But anyway thank you i'm i'll let them know soon
6: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna stretch a little bit i'll take another look around
0: thanks rakira uh
6: it's all right Uh, at least it's nice and warm today right and she'll stretch and go take another flight and look around. as
0: soon as she's like above where he hopes she can't hear him he's like Burning up, <laughs> I'm like just like sweating how, all over.
6: How long do you wait for? How far do you wait? For me I, away? I wait until
0: you are as far away from me as possible.
6: Okay. <laughs> while while
8: we're out hunting, I actually have a question for Solorfin. Yeah. I I have a question. I came across the name of something, and I don't know if it's a beast or something worse. And I figured you might have experience hearing of weird and unusual beasts. Have Have you ever heard of a ninjushi gampo?
2: I don't believe I have.
8: Okay. This is something I came across in writings, and I was trying to figure out what it is.
2: I am unfamiliar with it. Okay. Not a beast uh, of anything that I have read about or studied. Okay. At least not in the language I understand.
8: Got it, yeah. That's the language I got it in, so I assume that's what it's known as. But thanks.
2: Sorry, I couldn't be of more help.
8: Well, it rules out something, so that is helpful. That's all.
6: Why, why are they having a conversation <laughs> <laughs> i just really impressed that you're the way that you just rattled that name off of the top of your head um like.
8: there's a pronunciation next
6: to it <laughs> okay. listen no, listen no. even with a pronunciation that was still really impressive just like <laughs> da, da, da,
2: da, da, da. that was for something completely different not even anything related to
4: okay uh, yeah um i got an 11 to find flowers with me
1: the... okay Um, as you're going around, you see most of the ones that you found already, Mm -hmm. uh, from the previous night, as most of these fields have the same flowers.
4: I pretend like I know what I'm talking about because I've seen them before the day before.
1: And then V comes up holding a bundle of flowers that you haven't seen. And they're like conical in shape. They almost look like, um, uh, Coniferous, like pine trees, but they're purple. Yeah. Do they're not cool. let Harold see those.
3: Oh, you think I'll eat them?
4: I don't know what he would do with them.
3: Mm. At this point, I could make a crown for him. Could I have one of those? Just one. Yeah, sure. And she hands you one, and then she decides to start. She does actually, in fact, want to make a like weird purple. Flower crowns. I've made many
4: of these growing up. I can probably help her.
1: (laughs) And yeah, uh, they have long enough stems to do so. However, um, they're not because (laughs) the flower itself bundle is long. It will be a crown with like these long, droopy, bouncy uh, cones of of flowers. Almost like wisteria kind of draping down. (laughs) It's (laughs) like uh, like wisteria
3: flowers, the couplet. Lupin. L U P. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what those
1: are. I know what those
4: are actually, too. The only
3: yeah. F- Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those remind me of Wisteria. They're just like yeah. really stiff Wisteria. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's going to look real weird.
4: While we're working on the, the crown, Vinley's going to just abruptly look up at V and say, You like Rainier a lot.
3: Yeah. How,
4: how did you know?
5: What do you mean? Well,
4: uh, so y'all don't really know each other very well, but you're very close um, and very physical with each other. And that's uh-huh. it's not a it's not a bad thing. I'm I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but how um how did you know to uh, take a step in that direction or
3: you mean like towards dating or like us like like, kissing or, like, like, hand-holding? Like, what do you um, mean? What step? Which step? There was multiple steps.
4: All of them.
3: All of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, renair made it really easy by asking if I wanted to do something. So, luckily, I didn't have to approach him with that. Um... I don't know. I just... You just sort of talk to each other. And if you like... And if it clicks, it clicks. And if it doesn't, then it... It doesn't. It's so hard to explain. I don't really... I didn't really like think... I don't know. It just sort of comes naturally. But I guess it's not something that comes naturally to everybody. So... I think it's different for everyone. But
4: hypothetically okay um if someone was having an emotional feeling towards another person yep. and it was nice Pos-
3: positive okay yes
4: it was it's nice and they made you feel safe okay um but there's also a person that makes you feel not scared, but powerful and confident. But they both hypothetically make this person feel very powerful and somewhat happy. How how does one, um, st- um Approach.
3: There's two?
4: Hypothetically.
3: Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Would you rather be with someone who makes you feel secure and safe or would you rather be with someone who makes you feel dangerous and exciting? Well, I, hmm. I don't know. Dangerous and exciting sounds really fun.
4: It, it feels fun. Um, yeah. Being dangerous hasn't been very fun for me in the past, but.
3: Well, what would you be, I mean, well, I guess you're not really looking for anything. Hmm. Well, if it were me, I would pick exciting and dangerous because I think that sounds really fun because I can keep myself safe and secure. Oh. But uh, this isn't this... about me, so. Um, sorry.
4: Uh... Uh, hypothetically, in this Completely hypothetical scenario.
3: Well, which one's more fun?
4: They're both equally very fun.
3: They're both fun, In very
4: different ways. And I I don't know. Um,
3: That's okay.
4: She just starts messing with the flowers again. (laughs) Very uncomfortably. Perhaps I'm just reading too much into everything
3: yeah I tend to just not think
4: oh what
3: (laughs) but that's how I just kind of make decisions on a whim it's been working for me so far but you know
4: so you just don't think
3: um yeah I just sort of feel and like do and stuff I mean so I mean obviously sometimes I think but when it comes to this kind of thing I feel like you're intuition and instincts are really important um, because I feel like, okay, okay, so like, for example, when I was younger, Mm -hmm. there was um, was this boy and the other girls, my peers or whatever, at this stupid party, I was like 12, like told me that I I I should like him and Mm -hmm. I had never considered him before And I was so in my head about it that I was like, I don't even know if I like him or if like other people told me to. And I like kind of convinced myself that I did, but I realized that since I had to think about it so hard that that it, it probably wasn't anything. Like I'm thinking too hard about it, you know? Like if I have to think super hard about it, then...
4: It probably shouldn't happen.
3: Yeah. If that makes sense.
4: It actually does. Kind of. Okay. Um Well, we're under the looming threat of giant insects ripping us apart. We should probably head back to the group.
3: Ah, uh, yeah. And she's already like scratching her shin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: as um As you make your way back, um Uh actually stops you, Sasha. Yeah as as you guys are making your way back towards carrying the the game that you got and the wood mm-hmm. so you said you grew up on a farm yes well what, do you know, what what do you know about the emerald enclave um
8: i know that it is a group that can be found they have they have um people in waterdeep and it's sort of devoted towards preserving nature that's about the extent of my
2: knowledge. We are here to ensure the longevity of the natural world. and We help t- maintain the balance within. <clears throat> it must be respected and preserved. In order to keep the balance, any and all things that sink to upset that balance must be destroyed. But nature itself can be harsh and cruel. But not all are fit enough to survive. it. It's our duty to also help those survive who would not
1: without assistance. And you watch his eyes just kind of loom over to the large woman of your party.
8: Yeah, I know. She's got a really good heart.
2: Would you ever consider joining? Me? Oh have a respect for nature. You're quite good at finding your way in the wilderness.
8: Well, thank you. I, I, I hadn't considered it before. I mean, I, I plan to spend a lot of time in the city. Is that okay?
2: <sighs> nature is not just in the wilderness and wilds. Right. Nature is everywhere. Right. If you are interested, I could perform a ritual with you tonight. Traditionally, it is done on a full moon. However, a new moon marks the end of a cycle, and tonight will be the beginning of Salune's life. I see it fitting. As you are embarking on a new path outside of the city. This is true. But it would help show you what it is we do and if you ever wanted to join higher into the ranks you would have to fully integrate yourself on the island of ilagon but that is not something to be taken lightly your your oath to this world surpasses yourself and if that's something that you would want to do i would be happy to show you but it is not something that you must I just wanted to offer it. As I said, the past couple nights, I've been impressed with normally one walking around in full plate armor. Can't move through the brush without snapping everything in its way.
8: I'm actually really surprised I've been doing so well. Um, Being kind of quiet moving through the brush. I'm doing a lot better out here than I do in the city.
2: Well, we are in the wildland, the grassland, so there's not a lot of brush to break through, but what little bit we did, I'm impressed. And you were able to find the game quite well. I...
8: I think I would be interested. I think this would be... something familiar, in a way.
2: Well, then later tonight, beside the campfire... I will show you, I will open your eyes to nature itself.
8: Thank you. I'm excited.
1: (laughs) And as you make your way back, uh, you see everyone else setting up camp. And Seisha, as you come in, you hear this. And Orkira, you hear this.
2: With, with your passive perception, you hear the Athcatlin woman talking to herself, Fro. Fr- and as you come back to camp and start setting up, she's been watching you, Sasha, as she seems to whisper under her breath the same phrase over and over again, her eyes shifting towards the shield on your back with intricate tiered layers of concentric circles that raise and lower with multiple overlapping grooves mundane stone jeweled rivets line the outside ring all that encircle a golden emblazoned design of an eye with a red gem in the center it's almost as if she is staring into the eye of the shield itself as her words almost feel like a mantra however it is not one of peace but one of hate as if acidic vitriol punctuated every word and every time it is hard to feel like it is not spit in your direction seisha although you can obviously see it is not Pecunia
1: regis fashit. Pecunia regis fashit. Pecunia regis fashit. And Seisha, (coughs) you know those words, to echo the ones that are etched into the inside top rim of your shield. That is where we're going to take a break.
9: Welcome to Rock Punch, where the gags are aplenty and the shenanigans never stop. Come join the gang on a high-flying adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, 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 who picked this 40s theme? What does this have to do with- Watch the crew as they fumble through the workplace. That was just a little payback for the last year of the emotional turmoil that you've all put me through. Complain about movies? That's the worst movie of this year so far, hands down. Oh, but, uh, yeah. With doubt and doubt. Come- Stream on Twitch. You die. Stop it, okay? I get my best. Waste. And so much more. Boredom a part of your day? Well, not anymore. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a ragtag group of misfits who couldn't hold down any other job than this one? It is. So tune in at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl or watch their videos released every Wednesday on YouTube. Whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I I don't think... Great! I'm not... Excellent! With entertainment for geeks and gamers, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a jitterbug break and save your money at the soda shop and tune in to Rock Punch.
0: Uh, It's Harry again wow halfway through the podcast already
1: i've almost got the pants on now <laughs> and we're back you have me beat by two years lauren <laughs> I'm win. Uh, here we go oh uh, man <laughs> so
5: good.
1: <laughs> good watching you all right so uh the group is back on the road They, uh along the way they saw a tortle that worshipped both lathander and salune um They saw the remnants of an Onkeg that had been slayed by another caravan. Uh, A lot of really good talking amongst people and lots of... About futures. About futures and what it truly means and what organizations to join. But as they made camp at another place, um, uh, Seisha and Selorphin, the Emerald Enclave High High Elf, went out and gathered some game where they had a conversation about what it means to be a part of the Emerald Enclave, and he offered her a chance to have that experience. And uh, Vinley and V made their way to gather some uh, flowers and they have these large lupine flower crowns that look like giant purple radiant suns that encircle their heads now. And, as everybody else was helping set up camp Seisha returns and Orkira and Seisha both heard the athcatlin woman start whispering to herself her eyes as they have always been glued to Seisha's shield as she re- repeats the mantra Picunia Regis Fashita
2: uh, Seisha if you want to make a history check Yes, I know
8: I translated it before, but I don't remember how long ago it was. Fifteen.
2: So, Thoras is the ancient common language, and Kunya Rajisha Fashita directly translate to money makes kings, or more colloquially, money is power right the phrase as well as the shield you have were used by an order of knights known as the knights of the shield they were a group of information dealers and political manipulators that operated within the sword coasts land of intrigue and to the lesser extent of the north for over a thousand years
6: but that is all you get and just to be clear before before anything kicks off here uh because we doesn't understand what this uh, person is saying but there is the intent what's the feeling I'm getting that uh, this this person is giving towards the shields and towards Seisha like what's her facial expression make an insight check okay. also I've been forgetting before uh, but I'm still at a negative 2 so that's actually a 10 okay
1: 10 you can tell that there's hostility it's hard to tell if anything will come up OK. So as you come down, because I, uh, uh, before we left, yeah, said you were coming down.
6: Yeah. Do, Seisha, do you? OK. So Orkira had originally been planning on landing in front of Seisha to break eye contact, but landing looking at this woman. But if Seisha is making motions like that, She'll do the same thing, except she'll be facing Seisha. So a less aggressive posture and she'll land and say, yeah, you saw it, right?
8: Yeah. Yeah. I caught that. Yep. It's okay. It's not, but what do you want to do? It's going to be okay. She's, she's chanting what's written on the shield. It's, it's the mantra of the order that the shield belong, that shield comes from.
6: The not nice
8: people? The not nice people. Is now the time you're going to want to chat with her? I was thinking I'd wait until after dinner, but maybe I should do it now. But um, would you do me a favor? And she takes the shield and hands it to Orkira. <laughs> Just hold on to that for me for a little bit. Okay. Okay, thanks.
6: And I'm gonna, I'll take it. And if Sasha's gonna walk on over, I will. Do I see any of our friends around? Do I see any of the BFGs anywhere close? I mean, by? they're
1: all around helping set up camp and everything. So okay, <clears throat>
6: uh, I'll, I'll. Vinley's the closest. I'll go walking up to Vinley and set the shield down nearby, uh, and angle myself so that I can keep an eye on Seisha and the the person she's gonna be talking to, but under my breath say. All right, they're
5: gonna
4: go chat. No, this is happening now. Yeah, yeah. She puts down the thing she was working on, helping Demay cook, and just kind of turns and watches this happen. And will even send Savard over to like stealthily get close on like one of the caravans.
2: Make a stealth check for
4: Savard. I Okay, stealth is plus two, and he has advantage. Uh, twenty-one. Yep.
1: <laughs> I rolled a nineteen. <laughs> like a thief in the night, <laughs> just go and perch up next to uh the covered wagon or on the covered wagon, and.
6: And. Just to be clear, I've taken the shield and I've laid it face down on the ground. I'm not hiding the fact that I'm watching this exchange closely, but I've at least put the shield down so it's not visible. You know, the the symbol isn't visible anymore.
1: And as you lay it down, you can see etched into the top half. So when you hold it, Mm -hmm. looking back at you is the saying of Regis or... uh, Uh, pecunia Regis fascina. Do I know if
4: casting Mending on that will get rid of the etching?
1: <laughs> uh, you know it will not. I know, okay. part of the forging, yeah.
2: All right, what so are you are doing, Sidney? So to on? approach from. All right. As you go to approach her, it is obvious she wants none of it, and she yells out, VI Libertatus! Drawing her blade and shield defensively. You can see rage and panic begin to settle in her eyes like a caged animal surrounded and backed into a corner as you watch her eyes dart around at everyone. boss. you recognize her words as a mantra, the crowd of Katla would echo out in the gladiatorial pits, meaning freedom
1: through force.
7: I stop what I'm doing. I watch, I do not intervene yet. Right. But I concoct something in my head in case I need oh, to.
2: Whoever is engaging in this, I need you to roll initiative.
1: Okay. Just for turn order for now. Yeah.
2: Like,
7: okay.
1: Can I roll initiative, but like hold it? Like not do anything? Of course. Okay, cool. And Goblin, just to let you know, you do not have advantage on your initiative. I know. Okay. Yep, I know. Oh, God. I got a 10. Um, got a 5.
7: 15. fifteen. as well.
3: Um, I guess I'll also roll. I I was helping with kind of uh, stuff too much. Finley <clears throat> walk away. Okay.
7: So. Um all right, so um
2: 25 to 20. Everybody?
3: Uh nine. No.
7: Twenty to fifteen? Nineteen. <laughs> fifteen? Fifteen. I think I go before you, Harold.
3: Go.
4: <clears throat> with the new information. Did, 15 to 10. Uh, you
7: definitely go before me, yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
8: I... Ten, sorry, ten.
4: Okay. <laughs> what Would you get into five? I got a five. <laughs>
1: oh no! Are five in? to zero. <laughs> a four. <laughs> <laughs> coming strong. You're muted, by the way. That
6: cleric <laughs> initiative coming in strong. Oh Come yeah! Okay. And um, I'm just amazed I got double digits.
2: <laughs> and uh, if you are you. not engaging and you're just watching, that's fine. Uh, if you do want to do something on your turn, uh, just let us know. Uh, v, it is your turn. Are you doing anything other than just watching how this plays out?
3: I'm just watching. So what happened okay. was Vinley stood up and walked away, and V didn't move. She just was watching from okay. afar because she's like, "What's happening?" Okay,
2: boss. You said you're uh, just um, starting to plan something.
7: So. I want to do this stealthily, and I'm only going to do it if she attempts a direct attack or tries to, like, kill Seisha. Knowing what she is, I put my hand on my whip, and I am ready to crack it in the air as loud as I possibly can, if she does that, to essentially unnerve the fuck out of her. And hopefully, whatever action she's doing... But I want to do this away... Because I don't, want any, I don't want her to know that I look good at this.
1: <laughs> okay, so kind of uh, more so... Only an
7: intimidation so check, I guess, would be what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, but we'll do that when your held action goes off.
7: Yeah, um, otherwise and, nothing else.
1: Yep, so you position yourself to obscure direct line of sight, mm-hmm. but definitely close enough so that anyone can hear the crack of the whip. Yep. Yes. Harold.
0: So does she seem like she's like losing control or is she just
1: getting louder or? Uh, So she looks panicked. It looks like she's been holding off on this feeling for a long time and she perceived herself to be whispering to herself and then was approached by the person that she did not Ah. want to approach her. So she instinctively pulled sword and shield and you can tell that she's very defensive right now.
0: Okay, um, this is i should be pretty good at this. I stopped trying to just terribly put together this tent that everybody is very frustrated with Harold now because he's been trying with one tent the entire time they've been setting up camp. Uh, and he kind of throws the sticks down. He's like, yeah, that was a stupid stick anyway. And I go walking over and I calmly lift both my hands and I'm saying,
8: Harold, I've got this.
0: And I will hold action to let sasha do her thing, and if sasha if, uh, if, if what sasha's doing is not helping, I will try to um, I will use my action. Can I use a bonus action? Absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll give you bardic inspiration, sasha I'll be like, oh, thank you. I will back up and I'll be like, hey, I have, there's nobody I trust more with this situation than you. Do your thing, and I will give you bardic inspiration. And uh, if, assuming that her thing doesn't work, I will also try to talk her
1: down. Okay. So, holding action to speak to basically back Seisha up. Got it. Right. Correct. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, it is Froster, And you see her still defensively, and then looks you over Seisha and then looks at how everyone else is treating you. And your, what's your passive insight?
8: Passive insight
1: is 17. 17. That's my passive perception. <laughs> and you can tell that she's putting things together that may not be true, as it looks like you're commanding this situation. Right. And very shakily she goes, you're knight of the shield. No, I'm not. You're You may see yourself to be a master over others, but I know you are nothing more than a slave to the gold and the hidden lord you serve.
8: I'm not. I recovered that shield in the lair of the Xanathar. You know more about what it means than I do.
1: Uh, And it's your turn, Sasha, so go ahead and make me a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, I will let you now know that you are involved in a skill challenge. Okay. And there will be things affecting your roles depending on what you say i'd
8: like it. to use that once per day re-roll
1: of course you can you're blessed now by saloon Hazel, even though it is very thin it's still watching over you.
8: that's an 18
0: is that with my inspiration
8: nope you're saving it yep
0: legit
1: okay Supposed to say you don't want to work for the Xenophara and you are just lying.
8: Are you familiar with the spell zone of truth? I am. I can cast that on us, and you will know that I'm not lying.
1: I do not trust you.
8: Is there anything I can do to make you at least hear me out?
4: And we're gonna move to Vinley. Uh, I uh, lean over and whisper to Arkira. Perhaps you should offer to uh, do the zone of truth. It might help. And uh, I, I just say that, and I'm gonna have Savard slowly inch forward closer to Fro from behind her. Not, like, flying, but, like, literally just crawling towards her. Okay. Um, Let me see. What's his walking speed? Five feet. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit at a time. (laughs) So maybe he'll fly to the ground and then (laughs) crawl. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and that's my turn. I'm not gonna... Mm, Yeah, I will... No, cause to hold a spell I have to start casting it. So no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold anything. I'm just gonna hold off for now. Let Seisha handle this.
2: Alright. And Okira, it is now your turn. Uh
6: how far away are they from me?
2: Uh I mean like 10-15 you-
4: feet. That yeah. I was right. fifteen, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't
6: are. sure exactly how far. I will uh with a with a foot because I don't want to pick the shield back up, but with a foot I'll just kind of push the shield over to Vinley because I'm not gonna pick it back up and take it with me. Uh and then I'll look over at the two of them and say,
9: I don't know if you trust me, but
6: I can cast it too. I'm
4: gonna step on the shield too. Like when she kicks it over to me, I'm just gonna put my foot down on it.
2: Uh, or Kira, make a persuasion.
5: Okay.
6: Huh. Uh, it's a ten. It's a little more matter of fact than I wanted. So.
2: <laughs> there is hesitation as she looks to you and then looks
1: back towards Seisha magic is just more power and we don't have to use it
6: and yes. yeah I, if she if she's unwilling i will not cast it uh i will stay there and hold my action in, in case fighting breaks out to uh cast healing on seisha but i won't do anything
1: and uh, Voss, I'm reminding you because this happened literally yesterday. You remember that Ascatla has strict laws against any use of magic. Yep.
7: One of its few redeeming values.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, and uh, it's V, Voss, and Harold, uh, before we get back to Fro, if you're doing anything else that changes from the last time. Did I make
7: a stealth check? Uh, you can conceal my presence. I know yeah. I'm out of line of sight, but just to yeah, double up on it.
3: Yeah, I'm just gonna see that this might be kind of urgent. Mm-hmm. They saw like drop the shield and stuff and whatever, and kick it. And I was like, ah. So V's gonna get up and be like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" Eighteen. And,
1: okay. And before you go uh, on the quote-unquote layer action. Um, you see, all of the bodyguards stand ready and protect the carriages that they are designated to uh, without getting involved. Do your
4: job. <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, you can see uh, Fabian
2: tries to come up and calm it down, but unfortunately, the only thing you hear is. Bleh, 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 bleh. Ah, yes. <laughs> okay, it's okay. <laughs>
1: As... So, Ian,
4: I think you need a doctor. Come here.
1: <laughs> he kind of shakes his head and stays with the card. <laughs> um,
2: but, uh, Fro.
1: You carry this shield, either knowingly ignorant or willfully uncaring, of the history it carries and the pain it has caused.
8: The knowledge I have is limited. I didn't realize that it was something as dire as I've come to realize since meeting you. No one I know has ever encountered them. And the information is limited. I I would actually like to talk to you about it so that I could understand what this is. understand.
1: You have no idea what it's like to live under the eye of that shield. The eye that looks down upon so many strips them of everything. The eye that turns people into nothing more than fistfuls of golden-eyed coins they use to trade and control us.
8: I didn't know that. The extent of the knowledge that I have is that it's a very old order of knights who prize money above all else. Money is power sort of thing.
5: Money is power.
8: I didn't know that they bound people like this.
1: Then what could you ever understand?
8: I can't understand, but I can empathize, and I can learn, and I can certainly not continue using
1: this shield. Go ahead and make another persuasion. Move.
8: I'm going to use that Bardic Inspiration,
1: with D8. Yes, it is a D8.
0: Sixteen. What'd you roll? Uh, ten and a six.
1: Hey, all right. You can see that, despite your words, it does not seem to be breaking through to her. Damn. The hold that the shield has over her seems to be something you're starting to realize, mirrored in Alpha League when. She looked at boss. There.
8: Oh, I didn't know. I I was ignorant. I didn't think I was, but that just shows how deep my ignorance was.
1: And we're gonna move on to Vinley.
2: And Orkira, are you guys doing anything else other than just continuing to watch?
1: Savard gets closer to okay. Fro. Got it. And I'd say that Savard is right under Fro now, behind her. What kind of clothes is she wearing?
2: Uh, She's wearing a a breast... uh, Sorry, a studded leather armor.
4: Could I get Savard to just land on the back of her armor? Sure. Like, just fly up and land on the back of her
1: armor? Yeah. No need to roll anything. We're going off your old stealth. I'm not sure if anyone's ever felt a... uh, <clears throat> butterfly land on their studded armor, but you're not gonna feel it—not yeah. <laughs> so much.
2: <laughs>
1: Vemly has turned into an, an orb. Yeah.
2: Sorry.
4: Oh no!
6: That's what happens when she wargs. <laughs>
2: orb. <laughs> my
4: computer uh, is fully freaking out right now. She just turns oh,
6: into time. a bubble. Yeah.
2: Um, Orkira, you doing anything?
6: Uh, with my brief moment with the shield even though it's now now on the ground and a few feet away uh did i see enough of what it was made out of and i know it's a magic shield right yes do i know is there any easy way to deface it
1: uh it can be defaced it will not you also know um uh you have to make an argument but okay yeah if it will, you'll have to, it can be defaced. I'll let you know that, but you won't, you don't know if it will uh, remove its magical abilities unless you make an arcana check.
6: Um I'll make the arcana check just because it's funny, but I will say all or Kara cares about is the the symbol. I think she's reading into this, that it's the symbol. That's the, the symbol of this order, unless the magical properties of the shield. Um, so as long as she knows she can, she might be able to get rid of that. Uh, her arcana is a five, uh, so but she that doesn't really matter. Whether yep. it's, okay, um, do I have a sense? Is this just I can uh, rake some claws, or is this going to take something else in order to remove the symbol from the shield?
1: It's going to take at least some time.
6: Okay, yeah, but could I could I potentially do something? quickly if i wanted to be like look we're gonna help remove the symbol
1: Oh, doing that yeah 100 that is showing intent of what you are doing yeah and we'll let you uh use that as a persuasion
6: yeah so i think knowing that she'll she won't pick up the shield but she'll flip it back over so that the symbol is upright and look Mm -hmm. at the two of them and ching claws and go if you don't like this i'm happy to get rid of it and do a do a for, scratch across this
4: symbol for extra emphasis can vinley like take her foot off the shield and then place her foot down and flip it back over as orkira reaches for it yeah of course like to show that even vinley the person who is really rude and threatening to fro does not care about the shield
1: yeah you're basically disrespecting the shield itself,
6: yeah 100%. Uh, yeah I' want smash it i appreciate it on- if you didn't actually break the
3: shield, since I kind of need it. Oh, yeah. It's totally out of game, I'm just saying. That. Hey, <laughs> I thought you friend. said you didn't want to use it anymore.
1: You did say that out loud. I'll say I that
8: I did. I did say I wouldn't use it.
7: What's your first impulse? So am
5: <laughs> <so, yeah. laughs> smash it! I at an armor shop dagger
6: If it helps, I'm currently raking my claws across it, so I don't know if you want to smash it right while well. my claws are across it. But nope. if no, you no, come no. at it, I'll move out of the way.
1: So, Vinley flips it. Arcaria, you walk up, keeping eye contact with Bro, and just break your claws across the front of this shield. And it is arcane in nature, which means it is finely crafted. And it you put as much force as you can into it, and there are small scratches. But you can see her head tilt in confusion. And she then looks yep. back towards Sasha and go ahead and make a persuasion check. Me? Yes, okay. Right
6: oh, okay. Persuasion.
4: <gasps> Could I have assisted her? Like, Please?
5: No. <laughs> <Do> I...
2: <laughs> what, what is it?
4: All right, so I rolled a natural one, which
6: gives me a nine. I'm at a minus two right now, so that's a seven. But do I maybe get advantage because Vinley helped me flip the shield?
1: Sure, you guys were working together in
6: that. Okay, that's good. That's is, good. That's good. That's this good. is a metal shield, right? That's now, like a yeah. yeah. Technically yeah. better. That's a twelve. My baby shield. This sucks. I didn't. No, no, that's that's just Katie. Going, I know. I know. Oh, my baby.
4: I'd be so upset if uh,
6: this was yes. wand. But right now, this shield is hurting you, volume, and so shink.
1: Yep. V, it is your turn. What are you doing?
3: Smash
2: it! All
1: right.
3: Because Stacia break. said she wasn't going to use it anymore.
2: All right, go ahead and make an attack roll against it.
3: So I'll be like, "Okay, stand back. Let's just break it. Get break rid of this it, issue."
6: It's prone. Yeah, don't... <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's prone. This shield
5: it's is prone. It's
6: prone and restrained by Vinly. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Twenty. Hey!
5: No!
2: Oh! You bring it. You bring your sword down on this, and you actually watch as it slams into the ruby that is the center of the eye. And you watch as this ruby shatters into a thousand pieces as it just explodes out, and you leave this dent uh, in this gash into the front face of the shield. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and make me a persuasion check with advantage.
3: Okay. And
4: Also, I just want everyone to know Seysha is not allowed to have shields that aren't dented.
3: 13. And she goes, there, I fixed it.
1: And you can see a tear roll down Fro's face. And then looks directly back at you, Sasha And is going to incite you. What is your feelings after your? Let's see. Yeah, that's bad that about the magic. I know you're out of play feelings. Are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a seventeen on insight. Right? Your feelings on what just happened. Um. <laughs>
8: I'm trying to think of how to verbalize it. She is fine with the destruction of the shield, she is concerned with what has happened to Fro. Her concern is the pain Fro is experiencing, not the loss of the
1: shield. Okay. And reading that on your face, you watch as the sword and shield she is holding both clatter to the ground. If you're truly not part of the order, help me remove the words etched into it. Absolutely.
8: And she'll go gather the shield up and come back over to Fro and hold it out. This is yours to do. This holds meaning for you and it's important for you to do it.
1: Thank you. And throughout the rest of the night, you see her just take a dagger and just very methodically, just slowly etch out the words and then carve three new ones into it.
4: Can I hand her my ritual dagger because it's a lot sharper? Because it's made for cutting a lot of really oh, okay. sharp. No,
8: let, let, her, let her do this, let her do this her way herself. This is her. This doesn't involve us.
3: I have a fire tooth dagger.
8: This doesn't involve us.
3: Okay.
4: Just be easier on the
8: hands. This doesn't involve us.
1: This is a personal thing for her. And she carves libertas, veritas, aquitas, which translates to freedom, truth, and justice. It is now yours. Thank
8: you. Thank you.
1: Make sure to work those words from now on.
8: I much prefer seeing these in my gaze, especially with my new understanding. Thank you, Frau.
1: It seems that we have gotten off on the wrong foot. I'm Frawina Helles. Most people call me a flow.
8: For Alina, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am Seisha Valiswold.
1: V! Be- she kind of, like, cocks her eye over towards your direction.
3: Oh, I thought we were introducing each other. I'm sorry.
1: And then she stands up and gestures with a nod towards all of you and you introduce yourselves if you so wish
2: <laughs> and
5: yeah yeah, or, and or definitely
6: thing. will but there's a moment in where because she's stopped paying so close of attention once the tension has passed and everything's fine where she's looking at the destroyed bits of the ruby on the ground and is contemplating gathering that up the pieces <laughs> now well uh, Was it? Was it a ruby that was when it was together? uh, There's a
1: giant ruby.
6: Yeah. Was it worth twenty five thousand gold pieces?
1: It wasn't worth that much. No.
6: Then, then she'll like eye them and do the quick appraisal and be like, oh, that's not enough." Hi, Orkira. Sorry about the magic thing before.
4: Uh, And Vinley will walk up to her and offer a hand to shake. Gloves on. Um. And she'll introduce herself as Vinley Gallinodel, uh Senior Gray from Force Gray, and Priestess of Mistra and Jurgald.
3: He mumbles to herself how she's gotta come up with some titles.
4: And Vinley, when if Fro shakes her hand, will reach around her and grab Savard off of her back and be like, you can never be too careful.
1: You see a little like this stain kind uh... of look at you with that
4: i just smile and then walk away
6: the v when you say that Orca is going to grin over you and very quietly say like just be careful to get the right titles that's the important part
3: okay what are what are the wrong ones oh uh, you know destroyer of worlds i don't think i'm capable of that but thank you i'm flattered
6: <laughs> <laughs> you never know until you you do I guess
0: so. I would imagine Harold probably attempted to introduce himself to her at the beginning of the journey. Would that have been possible or or would she have been, like, the whole group of us is like, no, no. Say again. I said that, uh, at, I would imagine at the beginning of the journey, Harold probably would have tried to introduce himself to her. But uh, I, I don't know if, like. Uh,
1: she has been, like, lip sealed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got, it. Time okay, time. got it. Okay,
0: got it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll come up, I'll introduce myself be like Harold Havilton. I no cool titles, I'm just a, I, I play the accordion, you can probably hear me
3: Yeah Yeah, he's really good Boss,
1: <laughs> do you introduce yourself?
7: I just say, Bill and that's it okay.
1: It is a pleasure to meet all of you Forgive me for my trespasses There's nothing to forgive
2: Mm-hmm.
6: I just wish we had done all this like a day or two earlier because today has been really awkward.
3: Well, like yeah, sorry, Binley threatened you. Whoa. We just found out about it today.
2: Uh, And uh, Desdrian comes up. I'm just glad that uh, it all worked out because, uh, frankly, I'd uh, hate to have to have subdued both of you, put you in out. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I'm glad it didn't come to that.
1: Let's get going. Oh, no. Would you join me for dinner? <laughs> uh did you ask Fro?
8: Yeah. Would you join me for dinner?
1: Yes, maybe we can share stories. I'd like that.
0: Music time! And I will play music as we all get to drinking and eating. Oh
4: exactly. Harold, we brought you this. <laughs> and it's one of those the giant. A flower crowns. <gasps> it's perfect. Yes, it's wonderful. We oh, made it oh, together. Man. She
3: taught me how. Look, and like uh it looks it's like really spiky. Like we got it to like be super tall, spiky. <laughs> oh, my. Perfect.
2: together into a uh, You um mm-hmm.
4: my
3: head as, feels
2: weighed down. As you go to put it on, your hat morphs into just a cone hat, like just like a dunce hat, and then the flower crown goes over it and hangs off the sides. Perfect. Even the it's hat like a little
1: gnome hat. Now is what you're there's saying. There's a little acorn but, at the top. I was oh
2: gonna
5: say God. there's
1: there's a spiral to the hat, and there's an imagery of acorns that go all yeah way.
0: to the top of a little acorn. Like, okay, he'll uh you'll put on and just like it is perfect. Thank you.
8: So she looks at Fro. These are my friends.
5: Uh.
8: Yeah.
0: Now I shall play everyone the Ballad of
1: the Pants. (laughs)
5: Do-do-do!
4: Vinly's gonna...
1: It's "It's good to have friends.
5: Continue.
4: Uh, Vinly's gonna step away behind, like, a cart to get a moment of silence to send a sending. Okay. Uh, To follow LaFleur. Okay. Hey... Um, second night on the road I haven't found any of the f- uh, cool flowers yet but I have managed to find some pretty good ones just checking in we almost fought someone and then that's where it is <laughs> and then
1: after a moment there's a reply it is good to hear that you are well I hope you are safe. Try not to cause too much trouble. And I'd love to hear about all of the, <laughs> then it cuts off.
4: <laughs> cool. All of the flowers. Yes. Uh, Vinley fills in the rest of that sentence in yeah. her head. Yep. And then just rejoins and slides right back in next to friend who was holding her spot.
1: Okay. <laughs> and over the night, you, uh, or over dinner, you um, share in uh, it's almost like a, like a chicken pot pie, but made with the landfowl that was uh, gathered up and all cooked in a like a Dutch oven. Um, uh, iron pan over the fire. Uh, oh, yummy. <laughs> it's, uh, there is no apple fritters or any dessert tonight since there is nothing that was available. Mm-hmm. But uh, you and Fro share some stories, and a lot of hers are more so just about the different fights that mm-hmm. she's been in, and uh, you learn a little bit about Hatla, about how it's does not like magic. Um, There are very, very, very few that have the power to use it, but they have a permit. They typically are the worst people amongst those within the city. Mm -hmm. And you feel like there's a slight longing to return there for some reason, but you never get her to admit. admit why. But, once that is all done and everybody starts cleaning up, you are approached by the High Elf member of the Emerald Enclave. But not all that all that excitement is out of the way. <laughs> um, I guess I should ask you, Seisha, if
2: you are willing to see what the ranks of the Emerald Enclave are about. I yeah. am. This is most often done by a master of the wild under the full radiant glow of Salune and her tears. Presently, you only have me. Autumn River, Rail Val. This will be an informal inter- induction or ritual. That's not necessarily induction, but just a, a visualization, if you will. And uh, if you are interested, you can speak at our base of operation in Washington, in the southern room. How come many? And you can be counted amongst the circle of initiates as a spring ward, If you so wish. But as I said if you wish to continue the path you'll be guided by nature I suggest seeking the wisdom of a master
1: of the wild. But for those that wish to join come sit with us in the adjacent field please. And who all is coming? Uh, I-, I don't want to I don't
6: want to join the Emerald Enclave, but can I come and watch?
1: Of course. OK. That's what I'll do. I'll come watch.
3: Yeah, that sounds fun. I want to do what they do. And you guys?
4: Uh, Usually, Venley would be totally down for a ritual, but she is abstaining from this one and not yeah. the reason why.
8: Oh,
7: crazy. <laughs> uh, no. Fair enough. <laughs>
1: Uh, The High Elven Man takes a torch and holds it to the fire, letting it ignite in flame before escorting you off and away from the camp. The sounds of laughter and stories being told fades away until you are far enough away that it's only a faint light in the distance, roughly about 300 feet. You only see the soft glow peeking over the mound of earth that encircles your encampment. He then digs a small hole and sticks the torch into the ground, buried deep enough so it stands on its own, providing soft firelight that flickers in the gentle breeze. He then gestures to Eusatia to sit on the opposite side of the fire from him. Do you sit? Yes. Okay. And as you sit, you see that his face is obscured by the waving fire making it difficult to focus on him. Do not focus on me. This is about you and your connection to the Earth
2: Mother. For now, focus on the flame. Breathe calmly and slowly. Meditate on your surroundings as we begin. Firstly, what do you believe to be your anchor to nature? How does it speak to you?
8: When I'm out in nature, especially on my own, I feel like I'm more than myself. It's like there's this incredible rhythm that just passes around me and I feel myself get swept up in it. And I just float off onto it. It's it's almost like a song in the sounds that carry through, whether it's the sound of the wind rustling through grasses or that quiet sound that the snow makes when everything's silent and The world is muted and you just hear that crisp little fall as the snow impacts on the ground. It's almost like a little drumming. It's the sounds.
5: Good,
2: now focus your eyes. Now close your eyes and focus on that. I'm going to burn a few of these plants and herbs here and you will inhale them if that's okay with you. It is harmless, but do not fight against the effects. Okay just connect your mind to the nature around you. I will help you understand. Now, close your your eyes. eyes. Breathe slow and deep while we
1: walk through nature. You feel the wind blow past you as you notice he has positioned you to be downwind from him. You hear the slight crackling of something burning before a sharp, smoky, pungent, aromatic vapor fills your nostrils do you allow the effects to take hold yes okay it isn't long before you feel lightheaded dizzy and although your eyes are closed you can feel your vision being blurred but you do not fade from consciousness Feel the soft
2: grass and hard earth beneath you. Feel the wind wash over you and enter you with each breath. Feel the warmth of the sun fading and the chill of the night mingle with the soothing heat of the flame nearby. Listen to the crackle of the fire burning the wood in front of you. Listen to the sounds of the rustling grass and leaves. Hear the bugs, the birds, the frogs and all the other creatures begging to play music for the night. Smell the sweet scent of field flowers mixing with the sharp scent of grass. Now breathe in deep and let your mind fade away. Now open your
1: eyes. As Satian opens her eyes, you all see they have faded to a pale green that shimmers with an iridescence in the firelight, that seems completely unharmed. Although she, uh, although her senses do not seem to perceive you or her current surroundings in any way, much like to the effects of Vinley entering Savard. However, Seisha, what you see is something else entirely. You
2: open your eyes. You were standing in the middle of a lush forest. You watch from a clearing, as a doe and a fawn drink from a stream. It's peaceful. Make me a a perception check. Okay. Uh, 11.
1: You hear a noise behind you, and as you turn around, a large wolf moves out of the brush, ready to pounce. But it does not look like it's going for you. What do you do? I watch. You wait and watch. As the wolf lunges, the doe, seeing it at the last moment, moves to protect its fawn as it collides with the wolf. At that moment, the fawn dashes away, escaping, as its mother breathes its last breath the wolf brings it down. Your vision shifts as you now follow the beast that drags the corpse of the deer through the forest to a cave where you see a pack of wolf cubs who yip in excitement as they tear into the deer flesh. You are correct. We do nothing to interfere as
2: nature is formed through balance. The doe and her fawn are but prey to the wolf And the wolf, by killing the doe, will be able to feed her cubs. That is the way of nature, and we must respect and preserve it in all of its forms.
1: Everything fades as another vision comes forth. Your eyes reopen and adjust, and this time you kneel in a cleared forest. It's a mass of humans and humanoids cut down trees all around you. There's barren openness, just leaving stumps in their wake. And in your hand, you feel something. feels stiff, but soft as you unravel it. And you see that you hold a Firestorm scroll in your hand, and you feel like you could use it. What do you do? She looks up at the
8: people and closes her hand around the scroll,
1: and just continues to watch. You watch as the forest around you is completely cleared away. Nothing left. Just a barren earth to make way for a city as all the animals and vegetation are destroyed. If you do nothing when expansion happens,
2: then the world will be consumed, and balance will be off.
8: But did you not say that there is nature in a
2: city as well? We must control expansion so that it does not throw off balance. And your vision fades to black.
1: Mm. And with your words, There's something strange that feels connected to them. As you look at your eyes open again, you look at an alien world, a world of giants, full of oversized objects. You go to realize that you have no normal body as you know it to be, but instead have multiple tiny legs. As you inch your way across the hardened stone sidewalk, You are a caterpillar, slowly, painstakingly making your way across Trollskull Alley. It will take you a ten day to get to your home in the tree in front of the spirits of Trollskull, where you soon will cocoon. Soon you will blossom into a beautiful butterfly. Nature is not just in the wilds
2: and wilderness, but everywhere. Remember this. The city is not nature. What resides is. Once again, your vision fades to black.
1: You open your eyes. You are high in the sky, higher than you've ever been before. And down below, everything is more so just green. You see a small town, people wandering around and a few trees scattered around the hamlet. You are not a creature. You are a force of nature. You are the pouring rain and lightning all around them. You can feel the unbridled power of the elements the raw power of uh, nature in your grasp. You know that with just a thought, you could kill anyone you see down below, destroy anything. Yet you feel no evil, no intention to hurt anyone or anything. But with a fleeting thought, a lightning strikes a tree as it ignites into flames, seemingly unprovoked from your violence. It just is.
2: And as you watch the flames engulf the forest, burning it. Nature is all powerful, but has no evil plans. Sometimes things just need to be destroyed so new things can grow. It is balance.
1: And with that, your vision fades as you all watch the iridescent green paleness just wash away from her eyes, and you see Salafin looking at you through the flame with a smile.
2: The Emerald Enclave is there to keep balance and make sure that those which would throw it out of balance are maintained and controlled. For if nature is consumed, the world will fall. But also nature can consume the world. There is no life without death. There is no lightness without darkness. No law without chaos. That is nature. A perfect balance of neutrality. And that is where we and the Emerald Enclave stand. Is...
8: Are are the mortals considered part of nature?
2: It depends on what they do to nature. Or if they use their power then they must be snuffed out so that they may grow fresh again. Just like the forest fire burns away the brush so that green grass may grow in its place.
8: The second vision it it sticks with me. If there's to be a balance between the mortal world and nature, then there has to be conflict between them. I don't quite understand where, how you see the line drawn between what is an acceptable amount of destruction and what's too much.
2: We are here to use what nature provides, but it is not for us to use it all and destroy otherwise. The vision that you saw was not a small clearing, but an entire forest laid down, an entire ecosystem completely demolished and destroyed. Uh, that is where balance is thrown off.
6: I see. Thank you.
2: You Thank you for allowing me to bestow the knowledge of what we do. We are in cities to not just recruit, but maintain the parks and what nature lies within the cities. But you can find us more so, and he's kind of just jesters mm-hmm. all throughout Toru, protecting.
8: How how river. will I know that someone and is a member of the Enclave?
2: And you see him kind of pull his cloak back and you see a brass medallion in the shape of a leaf with a stag head etched into it. Any who bear this symbol is a member of the enclave. And if you show respect to the land you walk, they will aid you.
8: Thank you, Salafran. I am, I am feeling very centered and very at peace right now. It's been a while since I felt that. Thank you.
2: Remember that as you continue on your journey, when you walk new lands that you have never stepped foot in, and know that though they may be unwalked to you, they are teeming with life that have lived there far beyond the first day you took a breath.
8: I understand.
2: And we should get back, we should set watches. It is getting late. Yes. We will leave early at first light.
8: And
1: she'll turn around and look at the group. That
5: was so cool.
1: For everybody else, you saw cellerfin sitting down in front of Sasha, and you only heard his side. You did not see what she saw or anything like that. So. We're just like, Harold just kind of looks at me, and they
0: both are kind of bored this entire time. He's like, great. <laughs> uh,
6: or Kira would have tried to see exactly what herbs and stuff got burnt because she's she was a healer before she was a cleric so she was just kind of Make interested in yeah she's not good at this but she's gonna try. <laughs> here we go let's see what happens Yeah, that's that's a one
1: <laughs> uh, yeah you're not sure it's a little dark out here
6: yeah, yeah. she um, got distracted by the green eyes and yeah. then, <laughs> by the time she looked back everything was already burnt yeah, and, yeah. yeah. leans
3: in the and goes to- And she, like, whispers, did they just say she had to do drugs
0: or something? It kind of reminded me of that one time in college I told you about where we all sat in in the closet and we were all just kind of like, I don't remember exactly what it was. I just remember it was a lot of it and then I don't remember anything else.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like... Balloon hands and like seashells.
0: Right, yeah, balloon story. hands and seashells, Mr. yes.
3: Balloon hands. I remember Mr. that story, yeah. I, I, I kind of felt like that.
0: i, I got to lean over. Sasha, did you see anybody with balloon hands?
8: No, but I was a storm.
0: Oh, it's got to be
8: the same stuff. It's, it's got to be, be the
0: to same be stuff, it. It has to be. Rock on. <laughs> for you.
3: And there was a caterpillar. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. definitely the same. That's
2: it. That's it.
1: (laughs) Okay, and as you all return
2: (laughs) and begin to settle down, you all watch as DeMay has run a line from the covered wagon to a small tree where she begins hanging the knitted clothes that she was making earlier as they have been washed and dyed in various colors to hang them to have them hang dry. Bilver whistles a jaunty tune as he paints several wooden toys and hangs them along his cart to dry. There are all sorts of fun and unique wooden wind up toys that are sure to put a smile on a kid's face. The two share a short conversation before an exchange is made, and DeMay buys a few small toys from the gnome.
1: Everyone else is finishing up getting ready for bed, sharing a few more stories from the road. Although it is far more boring than the night before as most of it becomes talks about business where Favian finally being able to speak again interjects every so often trying to hawk another item from Aurora's realm shop. For a moment, they all pause and look towards Orkira and they ask if you're going to ask any more questions to the fire as it was wildly fascinating. You uh, understand. You understand that some know that it is divine in nature, but others pass it off as a parlor trick and arcane magic. But everyone seems wildly enthralled by it, nonetheless.
6: And Orkira's followed everybody back to the the camp and is looking incredibly tired. I think, uh, I think she overextended herself today with all the flying around and all the keeping an eye on things and. Uh, She had been recovering from a couple days ago and now is just kind of looking a little weary. And then noticing that she's going to square her shoulders. And
5: uh, yeah,
6: I did have a couple of questions I was was thinking about. um, And she'll look over at her friends and say, was there anything in specific you wanted? I I actually had two I was going to ask in specific. And then she'll look directly at Harold and say, well, one if you're okay with it, if you've already had a chance to chat with some people.
0: Hmm? Uh, what yet. did we have to chat about? Oh, Harold's going to turn and look at them. Thank you, Orkira, for that.
6: Why don't, why don't you all go have a chat? It's going to take me a little bit to get set up. And she'll um. distract the rest of the caravan by sitting in front of the the bonfire and the 10-minute ritual to cast uh, Commune will suddenly take just as long as it needs to so the Herald can go talk to everybody else. Well,
0: I assure you this won't take 10 minutes.
6: It probably uh, won't, but just in case it takes longer than 10 minutes, she will okay. just very methodically be, be <laughs> just setting everything up.
5: Herald also, oh, just
4: real quick, uh, while Demay was hanging up those knitted things to, like, dry, um, Vinley was as, like, she put it up turned around then we use prestidigitation to immediately dry the clothing
2: um and as as you do it in the first one she actually goes no 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 no!" the drying process shrinks them to where they're the right size oh they must dry naturally and not through magic
4: puts her hand down and the little (laughs) like dust that kind of flies off of her hand when she does prestidigitation just kind of falls to the ground and she's like that's something else I need to learn.
2: <laughs> and she's like, I appreciate the gesture, but some things
1: require patience.
4: I know a lot about patience.
1: I, mean, <laughs> I just... Uh, you see it, yeah, un, unclip it and begin to let it again naturally. And then, yeah,
4: and then yeah. and then that <laughs> conversation happens, and then we walk away with Harold.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: so I... May not have been as honest as I normally am about things, uh, because I'm a very trustworthy, honest person when I talk to you guys, of course, and I wouldn't lie to you, uh, under 90% of circumstances. But that last 10% is very important, and and I think we can all agree that that last 10% has probably saved the world a couple of times. So, you know, go 10% of lying,
4: Harold. Um, um, you're stalling,
0: yeah, I am definitely stalling 100%. Are you okay? Um, no yes i'm fine but um you see the in that i saw in my dream it's not like some weird coincidence it's no weird happenstance that i saw this in it's probably where my parents are
3: oh
0: right not I'm sorry.
3: You mean the con artists who abandoned you?
0: Yes, the, the one, yes. The con artists that abandoned me.
3: Do you want but. to try to find it?
0: Yeah, no. I mean, guess. Yes. guess. Yeah, but not really. I mean, we don't have to. But... No,
8: we're going to find it. If you want to find it, we're going to find it.
4: What do you wish to accomplish there? It's called a Court above.
3: Cord? <laughs> Cord above.
2: I'm sorry.
0: Uh, the rest. A uh, uh, Court above the rest. So it's kind of a. Uh, oh,
4: Roosters.
3: Uh, a pun. Uh, I yeah.
0: Saw. It's Look, I, I'm not feeling super great about it. We'll but.
8: Fine,
4: Maybe when we get there, one of us can go in by ourselves and. Feel out the situation and see if it's hostile or comfortable. Hostile's not a
0: thing they do. They're not hostile people. They're con artists. They're oh. just trying to take your
4: money. I meant hostile as in hostile, like a place oh, to
0: stay. Hostile. Oh, oh, that makes more sense.
3: I totally thought you meant hostile too. I, I did too. Mm-hmm. I think she did, and she's just covering for it. Oh, of course, family. <gasps> All right. <laughs> okay. So, as much as those people fucking suck, it's probably, if, if it's important to you to go see them or this place, um, we, should, we should go.
0: I Maybe mean, just be like a quick stop. I can go in, I can look and see if they're there. Oh, there they are, and then move on with my life.
8: I get it. I get it, Harold. We're gonna find it.
0: Yeah, but it's it's not the same, really, right? Like because I know that you you sort of get it, but it's it's different. No, it's different in that I know they did it on purpose.
8: Yeah, but it's there's questions that you have that you need answers to.
4: It hurts when your family abandons you on purpose. But you still hold some sort of affection towards them in some sick way. You feel tied to them still.
0: I'm not saying I have affection for these people. They're bad people that go around stealing money from anybody they can, getting boozed and and drugged up as fast as they can so that they can go throw the nearest party and spend it all in one night. They're not good people that deserve a happy ending or something like that. And I don't give a fuck what their feelings are about me. I just want to make sure that they're breathing and move on with my life, okay?
8: Yeah. Of course, it's okay.
0: It's not like they give a fuck.
3: Harold, I know. I do get that. I know. I mean, this is something you really want to do, but I can't help but feel like there will be no winning, no matter the outcome.
0: It's not about winning or losing. Sometimes you just got to face the music. Like, come on, let's go make s'mores or something. Yes. And Harold just puts on a face right away that everything's totally fine and goes to make s'mores.
4: Um, right. Vinley is going to actually hold Harold back. Like, they're all going to turn and walk and Vinley's going <laughs> to grab him and pull him into a hug. Oh, he'll hug her back. And she's going to whisper in his ear in Elvish... Sometimes indifference hurts more than hatred. I'm sorry, Harold.
7: If
0: only it was something as simple as indifference. It was convenience.
4: Well, hey. We'll both face our parents' issues together. Woohoo!
0: I don't know how woohoo translates into elvish but there you go
4: (laughs) yeah I'll I'll, I'll say it (laughs) woohoo it's very bored (laughs) and then During,
6: during most of the conversation or Kara's been setting up slowly um would she have heard most of that conversation Especially um, if she was like setting things up, but like actively keeping an ear out.
0: I would have. I think or... you would have heard the the first conversation pretty easily.
6: Yeah, not the not the one that the whispered one that you just had, but like the, yeah, yeah. the basics of everything.
0: The, yeah, I wasn't trying to be quiet, and I certainly was yelling a lot.
6: Okay. Yeah. More importantly, so at about halfway through, when you finally mentioned the name of the inn, she's finishing setting up everything. Uh, she'll turn to whatever of the caravan are around and in the midst of like the small talk and, and any questions that they've had about the phoenix that she's been kind of not really answering and all of a sudden she's going to say hey so are any of you actually from Daggerford
1: they all kind of look yeah. around at each other and shake their head no no but a couple of you have been it sounds like like some of you are up back and forth uh, DeMay speaks up and says that she has, and she lives. She mentions that her home is actually in Sacombor, which is uh, further east, and to make it the tradesway, has to stop through deck. But it's typically uh, she stops at the caravan. What's the caravan thing? Oh, What's caravan it? way. Caravan way. The caravan is...
2: grounds is the outside.
1: Yeah. What. It's on the outside of the Daggerford.
6: Okay. Uh, well, you might not know the answer to this. Um, We're only stopping off in Daggerford before we go elsewhere as well. But I I figured I'd take a look while I'm there. I heard there was an inn around called A Court Above the Rest, I think. Do you know, have you heard of
1: that place?
2: They all kind of look around, look at each other. And
1: And then I know you're asking Demay mostly. She shakes her head. Never heard of it
0: lean over to Akira and just say quietly to her, I was like, it's likely if they have this place, they've had it for a couple of months and are planning on ditching it very soon.
6: I figured it was worth an ask, maybe without having to ask the Phoenix, you know? That's
0: fair, yeah.
6: Oh, hi, everyone's back. Um, Okay, so you got any questions? I guess you want to ask in front of an audience and she kind of awkwardly looks around at everybody. There's nothing
0: that I have in mind other than I guess we should check to see if we're still on the right path.
6: To be honest, I was going to ask the Phoenix if that inn is in Daggerford, but I can ask something else.
0: You can, No, that's fine. That's okay. That's literally all. all I care about is location. I don't have any questions about them. Okay. I was a and, kid, but I still remember.
6: And then um, she'll stand up and kind of turn her back on the crowd or anyone that's sitting around the fire and slightly under her breath uh, but so that both Voss and Sasha can hear she'll say
9: I was also gonna ask
6: if there was anything specific we need to defeat the elder eye like an, an item or something I know Start...
8: of some that we need to track down
6: okay. I don't
8: know what their use is whether it's for a summoning thing or a defeating thing but I think it's more of a summoning thing, actually now that I'm thinking about it.
6: I figured I'd start with is there a specific item we need to defeat the elder eye? Yeah. But you know, and then we can kind of start honing in from there, if that makes sense. Yeah.
7: Sounds like a pertinent question. Probably
4: okay. the
6: dagger that he has.
8: The dagger of Jinn and Thaw. Maybe. Like, that's one of the items for the summoning, I think.
6: Well, if I get it if I get a yes on the item being the thing, I can I can ask more specific unless there's a third one that anybody's got no okay are, are you okay with me asking those questions with everybody right oh here? I, I i have a third one that's possible and
0: and I, i'm gonna admit just for you guys sake I, i've been a little nervous lately since the revelation about our friend in the mask okay i was wondering maybe we should ask if he's following us
8: i think that's a really good idea Uh, I think it's a really
6: good idea. I I completely agree. Is there a specific name you want me to use?
0: He goes by the Harlequin. That is his name.
6: And you're all okay with me asking this in front of
5: everybody?
4: Well, if they're going to get massacred by a friend of the mask, they should at least know about it.
5: I elbow (laughs) Vinley. Ow, ow, ow.
0: I have to elbow you a lot more often than lately. Like, like than usual, then fuck it.
4: It's because we're around strangers more often now.
0: It's true, which is weird. Outside of the city, we're around strangers a lot more often.
6: <laughs> Wait until we're surrounded by bunnies. That's even stranger. And she'll turn around without explaining any of that and sit back down in front of the fire and go, okay, all right. Okay, okay. And uh, she will cast Commune.
2: once again the flames ignite and shift into this deep red and Mm.
6: that feels good it's been a long day hi sorry i have a bit of an audience this time apparently you're very popular (laughs) um do you happen to know is a there's an inn that we're looking for called a court above the rest. Is it in Daggerford?
1: And almost immediately you watch the red flames dissipate as the regular yellow and orange natural flame takes hold.
4: Okay, so we know it's not in Daggerford. Not in Daggerford. Alright. Probably on the way to the mountain then. Probably.
6: Well, I got a, I got a direction from before, so I'll have to look at a map and maybe we can come up with some more. But that's, that's a later question. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question number two.
9: Questions are kind of all over the place today. I
6: got a, I got a variety pack. Is there a specific item we need to defeat the Elder Eye?
1: And you see the flames kind of flicker and mingle as they regrow to accept the question. And again, it all just gets consumed by the natural flame.
2: But unlike before, instead of just going down, it goes completely out. The flames just completely go, dissipate.
1: And Orkira, you're left with a feeling of extreme dread.
6: And there's a very long moment in where Orkira almost doesn't ask the third question, but asks something else. And you could all see on her face a, just an extreme worry. Okay. Okay.
5: Well,
0: that's weird. So no items. That's a good thing, right? That means it's not immune to an ass whooping. I don't
8: think that's it. what that answer was.
0: Oh. oh. Like playing hot and cold. Or, or Kira, what's wrong? I've, I've never seen it, it like that.
3: What is that
6: Harold saying that will shake her out of it and when the flames kind of return to a, a neutral state she'll say oh, is the Harlequin following us?
2: Uh, and watch as they flicker a bit and then dwindle down.
4: I was kind of hoping he was.
6: Okay, alright. Thanks.
4: Are you okay?
2: Flickers back to the normal fire.
1: John goes out. And then that's the third question. It goes back to regular fire.
2: Okay. (laughs) The the, the red fades and it goes to the just the normal campfire that's there.
1: And it's at this moment while you're sitting there contemplating whether the answers, uh, all three no's in a row, are good or not. That feeling still kind of aching at your mind or Kira. You see a small group of the caravan kind of walk up towards you. And you can tell through your. What's your passive insight? Mine? Yes.
6: It's a 19. Oh yes.
1: <laughs> You you see like hopes that you have answers for them. Oh crap.
6: Oh, this is not gonna be a fun conversation. Okay. Hi, um gonna hi.
2: And uh domain. I was wondering if uh you had a, if I could ask a question. Um,
9: okay, so
6: I probably should have explained this. I get three for sure a day, and then I can try to ask again, but I can't guarantee I'm going to get an answer. Um, if you, you want to let me have a, a night's sleep, I can, I can ask tomorrow morning, um, but I can't, I can't right now, or at least I can try. I just can't guarantee I'm going to get answers right now
1: and standing before you is Fro, Demain, and Bilver. And um, Bilber goes, I can wait till the morning. That's fine. But you see just a sadness kind of in Fro's eyes. And... It,
5: just
6: just give, I just need to rest, that's it. If you wait until the morning, I promise, first thing in the morning, for sure, absolutely. I can, the three of
1: you, you all got, I'll question each. I am very accustomed to being either disappointed or not getting what I want. If you could please try.
5: I I tell you
6: what, I'll try. And if the answer is no for now, I will 100% tomorrow morning. Because as I said, it's like a, a once a day thing. Okay, I'll try. And... Let me actually look this up.
2: I think it's a twenty-five percent chance of. I think it is that we roll.
6: Okay. Oh, if you cast the spell two or more times before finishing your next long rest, there's a cumulative twenty-five percent chance for each casting after the after the first. Yep. yep. You get no answer. Okay. Correct. The GM makes us roll in secret. Yep. yep. Okay. So, um...
1: if we roll under twenty-five, you. It nothing not- will
6: happen uh, i right. will ritually cast it again so i won't okay. i will ask them to let me take 10 minutes so i'll turn to everybody and say yeah give me give me 11 more minutes you
0: take take all the time you need i'm gonna i'm gonna stay there with her because i i mean i know she's exhausted and, and she's clearly not emotionally feeling well and these people are like hey i got this big pile of questions <laughs> so like, i'm going to grab a mug that uh that has a wooden handle and uh but it's a metal thing and i'm going to cast heat metal on the drink and uh heat it up enough that it doesn't set the handle on fire mm-hmm. and then set it down beside her so that she can have something warm to drink as soon as she's done
4: i'm also going to use prestidigitation to make it taste like hot chocolate with marshmallows melted in it
0: although yeah i guess i guess technically not a warm i i, I should specify that it is scalding uh, melt your fingerprints off hot yeah <laughs>
6: and in the middle of ritually casting this she will she'll give you a nod of thanks and reach over with her claws and grab it by the metal and just be like all right all right we're gonna
7: oh my god okay here we go here we go she's, she's never so... gonna get used to that
6: <laughs> and i will ritually cast commune actually before i do it i will i will ask the 3 of them if it's okay that the questions are asked in public or if we want to do this in private uh
1: the last one to say yes is bro
6: but all 3 of them say yes yeah yep. okay uh then yeah i will cast commune again virtually and see if i get an, an answer and, I, and and whether or not i get an answer she will she will out loud say oh it's me again hi yeah as i said i got a lot of people to help i hope you're there
2: And so one by one, unsure of how it works, they wait for a moment as you... And as you watch the flames ignite in a deep red once again. And unsure of how it works, they step forward and ask their questions to the fire.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And as they do that, she will do what a couple of days ago happened with Vinley in where she will for the first for uh, doesn't often do silent prayer but since these people are asking it directly to the fire she will let them and then silently repeat to the phoenix whatever they ask.
2: Bilver steps up.
1: <clears throat> okay. Great flame. The will phoenix, we find Phoenix, Phoenix, the phoenix. Phoenix. Will we find good business in daggerfood?
2: And you watch as the flames flicker bright and dwindle down, and then flicker bright and dwindle down, as it is very unclear.
5: Uh,
6: so sometimes you'll get an answer like that. That that just means. Can I roll a quick insight on him to see, like, how I think he'll take a? This is gonna. She wants to tell him. This is probably going to depend on you and what you do, but can I do a quick insight to see how how he'll accept sure. that answer? Yeah. Okay. Man, I was hoping. She doesn't want to lie to these people, but she doesn't want to. You know, uh, you. it's a twenty-three.
2: Uh, I mean, it. He's pretty jovial. And half glass full kind of guy.
1: Yeah, seems like he'll okay. be pretty understanding. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
6: future is hard to tell with a lot of stuff like this and so uh this this is kind of an unclear it's probably just going to be whatever
1: it it means apparently your god has not seen the joys my toys bring well i I don't even know why i asked thank you (laughs) yep i have to buy a toy of his
5: later okay He's he didn't seem related.
4: offended. He
1: was just like, ah, your god doesn't know. It's okay.
4: <laughs> He's definitely related to Bilrok.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh,
2: okay, who's next? Uh, Hi. You see Dame come up. Um, and... um, are my husband Gomin uh, and my nine children happy and healthy?
1: <gasps> oh, that fire better rage.
6: And oh. she'll She'll ask it silently again.
1: And as expected, the red fire engulfs the natural flame in a pillar of heatless light. Uh,
2: And with that, with tears down her eyes, she smiles. She just runs up and throws her arms uh, around your waist. Oh, Uh, hi. Can you tell them Mama will be home soon? Like, not I had no idea how this works. Just
5: <laughs>
6: Um d- ask me a little later. I can send a sending if you want.
2: Yeah. Give
6: me, give me, give me a second though. I got number three.
2: <laughs> she backs away and wipes the tears, just giddy as I'll get out.
1: You see, waiting patiently but hesitantly is fro. And you can see her kind of like tracing her fingers over her arms where the scars are that she has earned in battle. I only want to know one thing. Is my brother still alive
5: in Ascatla? Uh what
6: what's his name? If you don't mind me asking. And so silently what Orkira will ask is is Ferryman still alive? And she's going to leave off the Athkatla simply to get a very clear yes or To try to get a yes or no that's not muddied.
2: Okay. You watch as the flame hesitate for a second before growing brighter and brighter and brighter.
1: You see her nod with satisfaction as tears well up, but do not break from her eyes. And you can see determination wash over her with purpose.
6: And our going to put the cup down and walk over to her and like, under her breath, just so that it's private. Um, I just asked if he was alive because I need, I wanted you to have a yes or no.
9: I didn't ask about
6: the, the where. If you want me to ask tomorrow to ask where i can but i wanted to give you the best chance of getting a yes or no on that okay
1: and she nods and puts a hand on your shoulder tomorrow okay
6: and then as she walks away her here's just gonna stand there and waver a little bit <laughs> Harold's going to walk
8: over and kind of slip under
6: Akira's arm.
0: Harold, uh, almost in a James Brown manner, takes the jacket and puts it over her wings and shoulders. So, yeah, it's doing great, (laughs) doing great.
6: You like just end up hanging it off of her horns because it does be quite. Hey, you want to go? Yeah, sit would be good. Yeah.
0: I'll yeah. take the jacket back because I'm just messing around and obviously like, her on the shoulder I I'll I'll get you some more something hot to drink, okay?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a good day. It was good. I'm just really tired. I didn't wow. I haven't had people uh I haven't had a lot of people do that before. I guess I should be more careful about Yeah. It's okay. Well, the, you Nate, good. You you're spreading
0: anything. the name spreading the word of the Phoenix.
6: I mean, I, that's not, I don't. That's not necessarily a, a good thing. I don't mind people knowing, but it's not like, I, I'm not interested in proselytizing. I just don't want to let people down. That's all. Right. Yeah,
0: well, hey, why don't we not let ourselves down and I'll get some rest?
6: Yeah, sleep would be good.
8: Um, Finley,
4: hmm.
8: can you come with me for a minute?
4: Uh, sure. She was like in the middle of casting the tiny hut. She's like, yeah, of course.
8: And Seisha will uh, take her off to the side. Um, normally, I have Akira do this, but she's not really in great condition at the moment. So Sesha hands you a potion of healing, just in case. Oh.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's like adjusting her armor. <laughs> yeah i can help thanks
8: and she reaches into her
4: pouch and
8: out of view of the caravan sits down and pulls out the stone hello stone of golor what are the last known whereabouts of the forgotten silver truth?
1: Oh, with the what, what and you your mind swells with information for a moment as you hear the voice into your mind and you take nine points of psychic damage.
2: But there is a hesitation. This is knowledge I do not possess or is too muddied for me to recall and perceive. Seek it out for now I hunger for this knowledge
8: interesting do I get to ask another question or does that use the one that I get for the day
5: that is it for today
8: I understand and she puts the stone away and just kind of grins first
4: successful watching I did good you did good you did great where where are they whatever the thing you were talking about was it doesn't know I don't know if that's awesome or horrifying. I think it's good. I don't see how.
8: I think this thing is somehow connected to the Elder Eye. The fact it doesn't know where that item is is good because that means that the Elder Eye probably doesn't know.
4: That would make sense. They both have very big eye motifs.
8: Yeah. This is good. This is good news.
4: Good. Um. Let's go back to- Yeah, let's get back to the group, yeah. Uh, and Vinley is just going to, as we all, as we turn around, she's going to like hold a piece of paper that she scribbled a note down on back behind her head for Savard to take over to Fro. And we don't have to talk about that right now, but- okay. I send a note to Fro. Okay,
2: I'll make a
6: note. <laughs> <laughs> Aha! All
2: right. Um, Who's taking what watch? Yep. All right. Uh, just about to ask what what uh, watches we got.
4: Orkira sleeping the full eight hours.
6: Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'll get. I'll get up. I'll do the last one like I did last time. I can. I
4: yeah, can... for sure. We will let yeah. you have the last watch.
6: Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take I'll... the last watch too. Yeah, we'll we'll see the sunrise together yeah. again. I, I, yeah. yeah, that's nice.
4: I shall take a uh, first watch again because I don't have to sleep very long.
8: Do we wanna just stick with the same watch as we took last time? Yeah, no, let's just do that. I'll stay up. Okay, guys, are you good with that?
0: Yep. Sure.
8: Okay.
4: All right, so Akira, go ahead and lay down, and we'll wake you up when it's your time.
6: And you look over, and she is already asleep. Wherever she is sat down, she is just... Sasha turns and looks at Venley. We're not waking her
4: we're up. We're not waking her up, right? Okay. Everyone's in agreement yeah. we're not waking yeah. her up? Okay. <laughs>
6: <laughs> She's just snoring, and there's like a little bit of drool coming out of one side. And yeah. And so Sasha pulls her sleeping bag
8: over and like puts part of it over Akira again and snuggles up.
6: And eventually she'll lay down and, uh, because she's already asleep, if if you're okay with it, her wings will come out and the both of you are just wrapped up in wings. She's
4: sure. Like, oh, this is nice. Uh, during my watch, every time I walk by or Kira, I make the sleeping bag and all of her blankets and stuff. I use prestidigitation to make them warm. Oh. Like a heated blanket.
6: Oh. Sasha's gonna wake up a sweaty mess.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's a hundred two uh,
6: inside of this hut, inside of oh my wings. God, yeah. No. Yikes. <laughs> Sorry, Yeah, It's my lot in life to
8: suffer.
1: <laughs> oh my god. I'm
8: really? Like, oh god, what is this? Summer and candle keep? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, for first watch, it is Vinley, V, and Dor- uh, Doran. Second watch, Harold, Voss, and Fro. Last uh, watch is Orkira, Seisha, Geta, and Sellerfin.
8: Yeah, we're not waking Orkira up. I know, yeah, good, that's good why good they
5: luck. were okay. <laughs> good <laughs> luck
6: <laughs> trying to uh, move away from me with my passive, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Ah, but you are incapacitated because you're asleep. I am, which does what
8: to my passive? If you're incapacitated, I don't think you get to make use of your
1: passive. I would say, at minimum, it it would give you disadvantage um, on your passive, which negates it by 5, which is 23.
2: So, 48.
6: (laughs) 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 We'll we'll get there, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
5: Um,
2: All right, Um, Vinly V, if one of y'all will roll me a D20, and the other roll me a D100.
3: I'll do the 20. All right. And we got a six.
4: And an 82.
3: Okay.
7: Much
5: higher.
6: <laughs> You're attacked six times for 82 right? points of damage.
7: Oh my god. <laughs> oh, dead are we're you?
3: All dead, God, we're all dead. Damn it.
6: Fuck. We get six of those
8: worm things and eighty-two beholders. Oh no!
3: <laughs> six creatures come out. They have eighty-three eyes amongst them. <laughs> <laughs> These worst nightmare.
2: <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. So as as you are, what what'd you get on your? Um, the, oh, sorry. I said I, I said a, a d20. CX. Make a perception, a, 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 scolarly, a perception check is what I'm saying. You're making a perception. Is it only um,
3: six or eight?
1: Uh, Scholarly well, eight.
3: Scholarly
2: eight. Okay. Scholarly
3: yeah. eight. Uh, just... No, 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 no. I rolled I a six. Sorry, I was trying to remember the the bit.
1: Just okay. yeah, Just so you know, um, if you don't have dark vision, you are nope. you are only um, baby maybe ah, only able to perceive visually within the light of the fireplace or the the campfire. If you do have dark vision, it is still pitch black out there. So you'd be rolling at disadvantage, which makes it uh, a regular roll, which is why she rolled that. Um, and the total
2: of your perception, you can use the higher perception of the two, which is fine.
4: I have a plus seven, so let's use that one.
2: Okay. so yeah. <laughs> um, 13.
4: Also, <laughs> what uh, the spot that uh Said that the 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 bugs would come from the onkegs. Could I could I have set up an alarm and it says that I can specify creatures. I only want creatures of medium size or bigger to trigger this alarm. Okay. Okay. Because I learned because I've never used that spell before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And one hundred percent. The only thing is when Cellarfin was like. The Onkeg area, it's the area because it's all underneath you. So like, it's not like, oh, they're going to come from the west or the east or the north or south. It's- yeah, but there was that
2: one place that Voss had put the post that went a little bit further down that he did point it out to you. So you what should you say- put it there.
4: In the- I'll, the northeast set it up. I'll use Selorphin to tell me where to put it. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay. Um, he is. Uh, he'll do it before. Uh, yeah. This, this all
4: happens before I let everyone go to sleep. Okay. Yep. And it is mental again. I don't want to wake everyone up in case like a deer runs through here. All
2: right. <clears throat> all right. So as you are kind of watching, it's fairly quiet. You're out looking, Vinley, You're waiting to kind of wait if that mental trigger or anything
1: and it is a lot quieter this night in in your mind as there aren't all of the small beasts that wander the field aimlessly triggering your alarm spell
4: at least I don't have to kill any creatures tonight she
1: says to herself (laughs) Yep. and it's about two hours into your watch another hour to go on before you have to wake up anybody else and it's eerily quiet. It's almost as if the bugs around you aren't even making noise, and the frogs or the birds. And you hear...
2: And that is where we're going to end tonight's session.
1: <laughs> Not cool! <laughs> Who did it sound like? It sounded... It was a female voice. It's Deme. I'm going to kill both of you. If you have not entered hashtag <laughs> hashtag Eldritch into the chat, please do so now. And uh, for your chance to win a player's bundle or uh, an Eldritch Foundry miniature. Yep. Yeah. We'll find out. Well, that's about
2: next yeah. session. Yeah. yeah. And, and I going to yeah, die. We'll start next session with a map.
5: Ooh. Love the maps, but.
4: Yep. But I. I promise you if Dame dies, I will kill both of you in real life. Oh no, now, they've okay. set
8: up like everybody has had this heartwarming thing up mm-hmm. to this point. Everyone on this trip is going to
4: die horribly. No, I know. no one is surviving. I know one of them will not die.
7: I'll probably kill that gnome. <laughs> okay never mind i guess
4: yeah. they can all None die of them's gonna get
6: they can all die and then i will be bringing them back to life because now now they're all family and so here we go oh, oh yeah <laughs> like, what, what do, do you mean
1: make npcs that you all at least feel a little bit you know happy to have around and then take them away
3: yeah, yeah whatever oh uh, yeah anyways any, anyone win the the stuff <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm oh by the way everybody
1: but fro
8: dying because we're we're sisters now
4: and i'm okay I... with but demay dying so <laughs> nobody's oh, dying my watch, okay
8: so. actually i really like uh Bilvin, isn't it Bilvin?
4: bilver bilver i like him too i like bilver i'm very conflicted about bilver and it's an that's because you have past relations in a different game yeah it's an in play <laughs> out of play confliction that i'm feeling <laughs> like what, he's much a different guy so
8: the subject of um todd's version of Voss just came up in chat
6: oh and yes I, oh think, my god. I think we have to
4: acknowledge the genius of it oh it's so good ever created yeah. oh my god
6: or kira has never not watched be- that yet. literally she was waiting <laughs> to it. confront an alternate version of herself that had turned into a dragon in a world filled with undead and the scariest thing that she encountered was a friendly not threatening Voss. Or, Who got freaked out at the sight of blood, and no. had never killed anyone, and, and loved was magic,
5: and, even and was loved spell. magic, and
6: yeah. learned a light spell because he's super excited about. But like the friendly, yeah, there was a moment where Tal's like, "Yeah, Voss is just standing out in the middle of the road." I'm
4: like, Wait, what?
3: <laughs> just chilling, just yeah. just smiling. I'm like,
4: oh shit. Should we bring up what happened to Harold? No. Okay.
2: All right, we have winners. <laughs> All right, winner of the player bundle from D Beyond is
1: Starbud. <laughs> and the winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Garth Mindfeather. Yay! Really
4: that. That's gonna be my next DD character's name, actually.
1: <laughs> Garth Mindfeather. <laughs> Garth
2: Mindfeather.
5: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, congrats to our winners. I will be in contact via Twitch Whispers, so be on the lookout for that and we'll see you next week with a fight. Ooh, Maybe or a map or, or whatever. A real life a map. Yeah. There'll be a map. I don't know what's going to happen, but
1: remember when you tell ghost stories around a ghost or a campfire things happen and be excellent to each other.
2: May you always roll with advantage. Good night everybody.
1: Harold
0: Hobbleton here. Did you enjoy how great I was? Because I sure did. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next episode. Catch my beautiful face live on twitch.tv slash rockpunchATL every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or catch the podcast again every Sunday with a one-week delay. Now, uh,
5: V, could, could you bring me the rash cream, please?